So just imagine an alien from outer space lands here on the Earth. Okay. And they really want you to explain this Rob Zombie character to them. Right. How difficult this would be, okay? Because <laughs> I'm thinking the alien would be like, I've heard of this Rob Zombie from across the galaxy, and he is of a course. denizen of your planet. Please explain him to me. And you're like, ah, uh, he's famous. He's a he's like a, a, a singer in bands, and he's like a director and uh-huh. stuff. Okay, okay. And I'm thinking the alien is like, oh, he's a singer. He must be an excellent performer. And you're like, well... No, like it's kind of known that he sounds really good on the records, but he, he's always sounded bad live. Like okay. even from the start of his career, always sounded out of breath, always been terrible. Mm-hmm. And then the alien would be like, well, I've heard of your Bob Dylan. He's not a great singer, but his lyrics are incredible and he spreads positive messages that many people can connect with. Is it uh-huh. like that? And he'd be like, ah, uh, <laughs> no, <Not> exactly. <laughs> no, most, most of the lyrics don't make any sense at all. So it's not really that. Have you, I mean, do you think uplifting means a car that's a Dracula? Because. <laughs> Maybe that's a message that just, you know, trans, transcends galaxies. Who knows? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so then maybe, you know, the alien is like, well, it must be his movies. His movies must be profound and very popular. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, no, not exactly. No. I mean, he's got like a couple of cool ones, but yeah, most people really hate his movies and they're they're right. not yeah. really that good. He's not really done anything <laughs> great in like decades, but right. he's kind of hard to explain Rob Zombie. <laughs> it is. It is. It's kind of hard to explain <laughs> Rob Zombie probably to somebody from just another country. Like, <laughs> could be. Yeah. Uh, that person's famous in your country? Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I hope Rob Zombie's not listening. We yeah, love you. I hope so. <laughs> to the newest installment of Dead and Lovely, the ultimate podcast featuring the ultimate host. It's me, Ultimate Uncle Ben. And me, Ultimate Hollywood Steve. <laughs> Adding ultimate really changed things. Well, the only thing that makes me different from regular to ultimate is that I am covered in sour cream and tomatoes. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> the ultimate version of myself. Right? Yeah. I'll have an (laughs) ultimate bin, please. (laughs) And on today's installment, we are going to be plumbing the depths of one Friday 13, part Ocho, Jason takes a boat. He takes a boat to Vancouver. He does. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) We're going to talk all about it here. If you want to get straight to the movie discussion, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description. But for that, we're going to do our usual catch-up chin wag, Uh shoot the shit. Have a, a a profound installment of the preview palace. Absolutely, this gonna blow. Probably minds. soak up a soak up a co beer in the process. Yep. I think. Speaking of which, man, I got I got myself a bad old case of the dry mouth. You mind if I just Ooh, go ahead and fix that? You up? Wet that whistle. Woo! I got the old dry whistle. It's a dry mm-hmm. ass whistle right there. <laughs> you don't want a dry whistle. Like if you try to blow a dry whistle, I'm telling you this right now. It, uh, that sound that normally comes out of the whistle, it's going to come out of you. Wow, that's yeah, bad. I can't have that. Bad. I'm on a podcast right it. now. You don't want it. I've got myself a beer that's been chilling here in the fridge by a brewery, what is called Hoppin' Frong. Hoppin' Frong? Now, what's confusing about it is the, the brewery name is Hoppin' Frog, and then uh-huh. the name of the beer is Hoppin' Frog's Pineapple Upside Down Cake. So it's a Hoppin' Frog's by Hoppin' Frog. 
Ooh, they're collaborating now? That's good. I guess so. They're working together. <laughs> Should be good. It's an ale with natural flavors added. 7% alcohol. I hope I get all the 7% in the first sip. It'd be really intense. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. You want to get, get all the alcohol right out of the way. Yeah, leave the, the other 93% totally uh, alcohol-free, right? Yeah, just tasty, no alcohol. Like, you've already got the buzz, you know? You just got all 7% at once. Ooh, man. This smells like a dang old pineapple treat is what it smells like. I like to hear that. I love me a pineapple upside down cake. I haven't had one in a while. Whoa, I have no idea what kind of beer this is. <laughs> what the hell? What, what happened? <laughs> Flavor implosion. I don't know oh, what it really? is. Okay. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It's not any kind of like an IPA whatsoever. It doesn't taste anything like an ale. If uh-huh. anything, it tastes kind of more like... Some of the sweeter sours that I've had. Like, you know how sometimes you have a sour that Uh isn't sour at all? Yeah. Mm Kind of like that, but the the pineapple flavor is intense as fuck. It's actually pretty sugary, honestly. I don't see myself finishing this bad boy. Okay. So that sounds very much like a pineapple upside down cake then. You know? Might yeah. be something like that. Mm-hmm. Delicious. You been doing any drinking this week with the dang old New Year Eve? What we yeah. just had? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that. That was our New Year's Eve. Was watching um, movies and drinking and eating. Emily worked, so like <laughs> it wasn't like a huge party situation, but it was just some some good old fashioned getting drunk. All uh, right, all right. Yeah, we uh, we had a good time. Uh, watched a whole bunch of movies this week for sure. Like have just been getting my eyes on some old school comedies I haven't seen in a while. We'll talk about oh, it a yeah? little bit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What have you been up to? Man, I had a really chill New Year's as well, which is what I like to have after all the, the Christmas yeah. chaos mm-hmm. and then my uh, my impending uh, traveling I'm about to do. I, I wanted a little peace and quiet for the New Year Eve. So, yeah, yeah we just uh, just hung out with a couple of friends and we're just like lazy, boring old people. It was great. It was exactly what I wanted to do. We had food and beverages and we stayed up till midnight and then went home. It was great. That's awesome. That's perfect. Yeah, it was <laughs> Happy New exactly what yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. And I even got to have a guitar in my hands. So oh, that's shit. a good thing. You like that bit for sure yep. that's like one we of the things a, you do i do i like to do that uh-huh. we drove home and uh got out of the car uh here in the city and like literally immediately as soon as i get out of the car like you know there's a bunch of people driving down the street they're honking their horns right. and stuff because it had mm-hmm. just turned over midnight okay and somebody leans out their car and goes happy new year and then somebody goes fuck you <laughs> 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 it let me know 2023 is going to be more of the same. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed. 2023 is just 2022's like ugly butt fuck cousin. Dude, I'm just hoping nobody makes direct eye contact with the motherfucker. It's like if you see 2023, <laughs> keep it yeah. in your peripherals. Don't make it aggressive. Don't do anything to instigate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like I'm, I'm with you. Like, let's not even if we don't acknowledge it's in the room. Maybe like just, just pretend 2023 is not there. Let's just exactly. say it's uh, Flernuary 2022. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so yeah, we had ourselves a, a chill one there, which is exactly what I wanted. And uh, I've been watching a thing or two this week. Y'all hear about it? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. What have you been up to? 
So I watched a little flick there that you've seen. What's called We're All Going to the World's Fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I uh, thought it was a little bit, you know, the surprise, how, how good it was for, for, you know, how little production it really is. Uh, what'd you for think? For real. Dude, it was... It was interesting. It yeah. gave me the weird feeling, Steve. Uh-huh. It made me feel the weird, that's for good. sure. Yeah, that's a good one. That's um, what you want. I mean, no budget whatsoever. No. Super low budget. Mm-hmm. The main... I mean, it's mainly just her movie. Right. Um, whatever that actress's name is. She was fucking incredible. Yeah, Holy she does a great, cow. great job. Yep. It's, uh, it's interesting. I can't say like a ton about it without spoiling a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was the same way. I think I probably watched it a couple months ago. Talked about it on here. Just I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything about it. It really is something you need to go into fully. Like, just don't know what you're you're getting into. Totally, Cause it is. Yeah, it is cool. It. Uh, I'd say like the closest thing I could kind of analog it to is like some kind of weird, like creepy pasta kind yeah. of mm-hmm. internet story. I guess. Yeah. Kind of, sort of like that. Kind of. Yeah really strange like i was telling kate about it the next day and she's like you can just tell me about it you know just spoil it i probably won't watch it and i tried explaining the movie and what it was about and like uh-huh. what i got out of it uh-huh and she's like what <laughs> <laughs> but i found myself just thinking about it more and more and more uh-huh it did something right in there man yeah for sure yeah it stuck with me as well we watched uh, joe versus the volcano the other day <laughs> similar film (laughs) (laughs) very similar cousins you could even say Uh dude what a weird ass movie that is what's the last time you saw that i believe the last time i saw it was the first time i saw it which was um on a friday night at my aunt and uncle's house we rented that and i believe we had little caesar's pizza oh living the dream dang Uh uh-huh so um i remember having a good time but I don't remember anything that the movie's really about. Dude, watch it again sometime. Yeah. I swear. Like the first time that I watched it was with Kate's family. That's been one of their favorites for, for forever. And like so I probably watched it for the first time when I was like seventeen and I was like, uh, this is kinda weird, but I don't know about it. I think like the older I get, the more I like that movie. It is so fucking okay. strange. And Meg Ryan is surprisingly fucking funny in that thing. Oh yeah? Okay. Yeah. She plays like a bunch of different characters in the movie. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that oh, element dude. at all. You gotta okay. watch this again. <laughs> One of the characters that she plays, I swear to God, man, she is doing like the proto Moira Rose Shits Creek accent. Like okay. everything she says, she says like this. <laughs> it's like very <laughs> okay. Moira. Okay. Uh, it's a fucking crazy movie, man. I enjoyed that. Okay. Other than that, I think. Um, what I've been trying to do, what I've been trying to understand about myself, Steve, I talked about this uh-huh. a little bit on the show last week about my um, my need to understand my recovery time after ah, you know right. taxing yeah, yeah. mental uh, creative work. I'm just trying to learn how to unwind and how that will make the work and the creativity better on the other okay. side of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found I found one thing that works really well for me because. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I've been watching through, like uh, like Servant on the Apple TV and stuff, and that's really cool, and I like it a lot. But it is still kind of work to watch. Okay. You know, you, you got to stay engaged. You got to stay in the right. story. You're putting the threads together. 
And uh, I'm like, you know, if I'm really just trying to let that old brain pan cool off a little while, I need not be doing that. But I have found there is a wealth of fucking videos on that YouTube about Final Fantasy VII, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay. That has been my go-to mega relax lately like people just doing these deep dive fucking things little glitches in the game weird things in the code hidden stuff in the game and story like yeah yeah. i i thought that i plumbed the depths of that game to its fullest extent and uh, apparently i i have not there are people of course because the internet who have taken it way further and uh, i found that this has been good for me i can tune out a little bit and just chill it's been a good thing that's awesome yeah i i do the same with uh I watch a guy play Fallout 4, uh, and and uh, uh, he's currently playing Elder Scrolls Oblivion. It's real nice to just like get to see someone else playing and see how no someone kidding. else plays the game and stuff. It's very enjoyable, I, I think. And yeah, also, it is just like zombie time. Like, I can turn it on yes. and not pay attention in the least bit. It's just relaxing because I'm hearing the music of a game I know very well. There you go. Yeah. So I'm a fan. Just cooling the old noggin down a little bit. Been getting into it. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. What have you been on? Oh, man. So as I said, we, we've been watching uh, some some comedies. Watched a little Austin Power. Yes, yeah. dude. Yes. I did that like two years ago, man. Does it still yeah. hold up for you? Because I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, uh, like, I think there were a couple of things that were like, Oh, that's a very dated joke. Like, who would who would really get that now if you didn't live through that time? But mostly, sure. it's just really funny. I mean, Mike Myers is great. I mean, he he's just awesome. He's very yes. funny, hilarious guy. Uh, and Austin Powers is. I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna watch uh, at, at the very least the second one. I don't know. I I've only seen Goldmember once. I don't remember it being great, but I, I might not rewatch great. that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not fantastic. Like honestly, you'll remember the whole movie by being like, "Oh yeah, I had a friend that said that line all the time." Oh yeah, I had a friend <laughs> that said that line all the time. Like, okay, that's really all it is. But the first one is still fucking gold, dude. And I'll tell it you is. one thing: you might not have ever noticed about that movie unless you were really paying attention. Okay, so maybe the next time that you watch it, you can try this out. All right, um, Elizabeth Hurley, that's in the movie, right? Right. right. Uh huh. I don't know if you noticed this, but in certain scenes, if Mm -hmm. you pause it and you look real close, she's really pretty. Oh, you know what? Did you notice that? I I thought I uh, like out of the corner of my eye one moment. I was like, wait, is she, is she, wait, hold on. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know, it's real hard to tell. Sometimes it's hard to say, you know, (laughs) could just be a trick of the light. Yeah, she's fucking gorgeous. It's a it's a film full of of uh, gorgeous women in the background too. Like it's true. It's it's yeah, absolutely. Uh, I and uh, you know Heather Graham in the second one, absolutely gorgeous woman. Um, yeah, I, I I think I probably will finish out the Austin Pow Austin Powers trilogy trilogy, you might call it. Oh, one might say. Yeah. Uh, also watched a Zoolander. <laughs> it's been so long yeah. since I watched that one, dude. It's so stupid. It is. It is. Uh, it also holds up. Um, Does it? Okay. Yeah. It also has some jokes that, you know, don't <laughs> probably don't translate uh, 20 something years, 21 years, 22 years later now. Um but it, you know, like he pulls out his teeny tiny cell phone, and it's like a joke because cell phones were getting smaller. At <laughs> they that were, point. 
but that's not the reference people would get anymore because cell phones aren't tiny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless it. Yeah. But, I mean, the gasoline fight, like, come on. It's, <laughs> it's genius. There's, like, so much funny shit in that. Ben Stiller's great. I need great. to watch it and, again, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. Uh, and then uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Damn, dude. You've uh-huh. just been in a yuck, yuck kind of mood. You're welcome welcome in 2023 with the laws, aren't you? Yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine holds up less well than Austin Powers and Zoolander. And it's just that, like, late 2000s, early 2010s, like, edgy humor shit that's just like, eh, bleh. I mean, not most of the movie. Some of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing is, like, I watched that one for the first time. God, I mean, that's probably been like five or six years ago. Uh-huh. When did that come out even? 2010. 2010. Okay, so probably longer than that ago. Because I remember yeah. it was like not long after it hit, uh, you know, video or streaming or something. I remember yeah. watching it and being like, this is not that fucking good. No, I mean, it's got its moments. Uh, I mean, specifically, it's got boobies in it. Yay. Yay. Uh, I do love that. Um, It's got its moments. For sure, there there's some some funny bits, um, but it, yeah, it does it doesn't have the staying power of those other two movies for sure. Yeah, yeah, mm. okay. Um, then uh, I have watched some horror though, <laughs> and this is this is um, a little less uh, silly. A movie called Sissy that is on Sissy. yeah, I think it's on Shutter. Came I don't out know that one in twenty twenty two. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to, you know, ruin it too much. But it's about a, a social media influencer uh, uh, connecting with her childhood best friend and um, some interesting hijinks ensue. Hijinks is a weird way to put it, but that's kind of what it is. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's funny. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it um it's also like brutal and sad so man yeah no i i enjoyed it a lot i definitely recommend checking out sissy uh, i don't want to say too much about it though um then also well, from last year watched the invitation which so, one is that i remember uh, hearing that name but i don't remember what it's about it has natalie emmanuel from game of thrones uh she was you know the uh the interpreter for um Khaleesi. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Miss Andy. Yeah. She's great in it. Uh I don't I didn't love the movie, but her performance is really good. I again don't want to say too much because there's kind of Damn. a reveal that I, I didn't expect. But also I I I don't know. I think it's like a good idea that just needed more work in the writing. Mm. But yeah, it, I I wasn't blown away by it. But I didn't feel like I was wasting my time, so check it out. Um, then watch Dracula 2000. <laughs> You're just going for those A-list flicks this yeah, week, man. Dude. Dracula, Dracula 2000. 2000. Does that I have Coolio in it? No, no, no. Um, wait, was Coolio in a Dracula movie, though? Now I'm thinking about it. He wasn't in this one for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. For some reason, like in my head, I was like, I thought that it had like I a very nineties like... ass rapper in it. Oh no, the the cast is actually like people you would know, but like not extremely well. I can't think of any 
anybody else it's all people that y2k wiped out right yeah yes basically um <laughs> y2k deleted certain actors <laughs> yeah uh but yeah no it, it's um it's real dumb real dumb like i mean i i like i i i want to give it credit for like trying to do something interesting and different with with Dracula at the time, but it's also just like uh, it's kind of I don't know, just kind of full of cliches and a little boring most of the time. A little just doesn't really hit. Um, but you know, maybe we got some Dracula two thousand fans out there that can change my mind on that. But right now, <laughs> I'd say Dracula two thousand. You can skip it. You can probably skip it. You'll be all right. Maybe my thought with Coolio was that, man, this movie really could have used some Coolio. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't have hurt. It wouldn't have hurt. If Coolio showed up at some point, I think it probably would have improved the film a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, also watched a Scare Package 2. It is the sequel, of course, to Scare Package 1. Makes sense. Yep, yep. Uh, anthology film, just like Scare Package. A lot of funny stuff. Um, it's good. I like, I mean, I like scare package. Um, and I think scare package to the, the wraparound story is really like, it pays homage to so many horror films, like so many, uh, but it's very much a saw sort of wraparound thing, but mm, comedic okay. it's, it's funny. Um, a guy's skin does get ripped off of his body and then like he, that. he's in the rest of the movie with no skin. Oh, just degloved like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's so oh. funny. I really enjoyed it, I, but I really enjoyed the first one. So if you enjoyed the first one, I think you'll like the second one. Damn, okay. <laughs> yeah. The first um, the first anthology segment of it is great. Just awesome. Like, it, it's got, it, it got... It got some stuff to say about Final Girls and the transition in the 90s away from the... You know, prudish final girl. Very interesting segment. Liked it a lot. Um, and on Friday night, we watched a movie called Inseminoid on the screaming <laughs> chat. The poster didn't look gross at all. And the title isn't gross at all. It, nope. <laughs> it, unfortunately, like, I mean, it's not, it, it's not terrible for sure. It is an Aliens-like film, which, an Alien-like film, which... We've done a bunch of on the screaming chat because Alien and Aliens, like there were like fifty Italian ripoffs uh, of it. Uh, Inseminoid though is is not an Italian ripoff; it is a British ripoff. It seems. (laughs) Oh, very nice. (laughs) Yeah, but it's. um, uh, I mean, it it is exactly screaming chat material is how I would say. Like, if if you want to get drunk and watch it, you probably have a good time. But it's not like amazing. It's not an amazing film or anything. Um, Is and then, there a jizz demon in it? No. I mean, really? you know, it's like if you don't, if you're gonna call something inseminoid, give me a jizz demon. Yeah, give me a come monster. <laughs> right, a come monster. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the movie poster, it says he's making a commotion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> a monster. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, also on Sunday they did do a, a, a an ice cream Sunday, but I was not there. I was recovering from New Year's Eve. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was not in a, a great. Well, I wasn't like hungover, hungover, but I was just like no energy, completely dead for like hours. That was fun. Well, dude, you know what they say. The older we get, the easier drinking is <laughs> right? on our bodies. It's, it just makes it... The older you get, the the less likely it is that you'll wake up feeling like absolute death, uh, as though your body was broken in half and thrown in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you this, and I'm not at all... I'm not at all trying to, to, uh, to, to recommend this kind of lifestyle... Mm-hmm. I'm not at all saying that this is, should be anything anybody strives for. Okay. I'm just saying, the older I get, mm-hmm. and the worse I am at processing alcohol, yeah, the more I really respect old alcoholics. Guys, it's hard. <laughs> you gotta be committed. Pretty, they're badass. Yeah, honestly. Dude. <laughs> Like you see some like guy that's over over fucking 50, like drunk on the sidewalk in the middle of the day and you're like, "Damn, dude, you are dug in and I'm yeah. forced to respect your commitment." Cuz I can't imagine the shits you take every single day. Oh my god, Ooh. dude, and just uh, the the lack of sleep, the poor quality sleep uh, that person is getting. Sounds terrible. I don't know. How? Wanna. How do they have the energy to get drunk again? <laughs> well, it's, maybe it's like a hair of the dog cycle where it's like, oh, I feel like shit. Uh, maybe a little hair of the dog will do it. I feel <laughs> <Yeah>. better. I feel <laughs> better. <laughs> then you start feeling bad again. So, Well, yeah, know. so you got to go back to it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, you know what Lemmy Kilmeister said? Lemmy Kilmeister, who definitely died due to his alcoholism. Right. Uh, you can't get hung over if you never stop drinking. So, oh, wow. I, yeah, I'm not interested in that now that, like, yeah, uh, I got to drive a car sometimes yeah, and stuff. So, yeah, I got, I got stuff to do. That sounds, that sounds bad. Sorry, that's Lemmy. not for me. Yeah. yeah, sorry. You know what? Speaking of which, I, I can't drink this beer. It is like as sweet as like a pineapple soda. Sorry, Hoppy wow. Fong. I'm sweet enough as it is. I don't need more sugar all up in me do you mind entertaining these fine folks with perhaps a maybe a vaudeville act or a horror themed rap while i get myself another beer from the fridge well actually uh, uh, a guy just dropped by he wanted to jump on the mic real quick oh yeah you got a yeah. guest over there yeah hey hey everybody hey it's me mitch buttberg everyone's favorite comedian um out here i just uh i think i got canceled i think i just got canceled uh right outside by the UPS man, uh, he asked me if I would sign for a package, and uh, I signed his dick. So, looks like the old Butster's going to jail. Uh, canceled by the woke left again. Won't let me uh, sign people's dicks. It's like, hey, uh, what is this, Nazi Germany? Uh, oh, man. I've got great timing coming back for this one. <laughs> Just a visit from Get the out Butster, of here, I Buttberg. see. Stop signing people's dicks. Nobody's going to miss you. <laughs> Nobody is going to miss you, Buttberg. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Mitch Buttberg stopped by. It's good timing. Yeah, it was, it was nice of him. <laughs> I've retrieved myself from my refrigerator here uh, mm-hmm. a beer from the fine folks at Prairie Artisan Ales who Ooh, make things like that are very fucking mm-hmm. nice. I've never had this in Steve. This one is called This Is The Way. Oh, okay. 
Like like and, from uh, The Mandalorian? Yeah, okay. yeah, and the front of it has like it's like two sons, like S U N, not oh, like two boys. I was you know? like, how do you know they're sons? I guess they are. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they I were mean, born, yeah. they're sons. Sure, somebody's. <laughs> and it's like a, a dude in a Mandalorian costume with his helmet in his hand, and he looks like a little cute little seal or something. Okay, all right. So this is called, this is the way, it is a barrel-aged imperial stout with Ooh. dark chocolate cream-filled cookies, toasted Damn. coconut, toasted marshmallow flavor, and toasted almonds. It Ooh. is 13.6%. Damn. I, yeah, I've yeah. been tearing up some stouts lately. Uh, but, uh, Crux, the, the Crux Brewing is uh, good in that stout game. If anybody's up here in the Pacific Northwest, definitely check that out. I had, a, I had a dragon's milk the other day, which I hadn't had in a while. Still dragon's milk is great. so good, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It's just great. The uh, the Imperial one is even better, and it will knock yeah. you on your <laughs> yes, ass. Yes, it will. It will kick the shit out of you, for sure. Dude, this is good. It has so much of that like velvety, fudgy, brownie kind of flavor okay. to it. Love it. And then a little bit of levity there from that marshmallow flavor in there. God damn. That is good. It is also kind of desserty, but... Seriously, it's like half as sweet as that fucking pineapple rig was. Wow. Okay. That was gonna get fed to the sink gods. You know, speaking of <laughs> uh, speaking of sons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of sons. Yeah. My drummer uh, Andy Campbell. He's uh, planning he's a trip a son. to Italy. Uh-huh. He's a son mm-hmm. and a son of a son, no less. Whoa. All right. I know. <laughs> and uh, he's planning a trip to Italy this year, uh-huh. and uh, he's really stoked about it. And he was showing me his train ticket sign in thing he's buying like a train ticket to travel awesome. uh, across the country or something yeah and like on the check-in thing you know it's asking you like how many people are you buying tickets for two adults whatever right mm-hmm. but due to a, a translation problem with it going from italian to english mm-hmm. there's an option on there to tell them how many boys you're bringing <laughs> how many boys <laughs> how many boys you bring yeah, just as boys. It's like adults, boys. Adults, boys. <laughs> so apparently all of Italy is like a, a Tim and Eric skit, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for checking po- in. And how many boys are you traveling with? It's Three boys? All right. That they want to greet you at the at the uh, train station with the boys are back in town, if you're bringing the boys. <laughs> oh, that would be sick, dude. They're back in town in yeah. Italy, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How many boys will you be bringing? <laughs> That's, a weird, that was, that's a funny little translation error. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently the deal is is like there's there's different words for boy and girl, but the minute that it's like kids pluralized, yeah, of any of any gender, it, they're uh, just called boys. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think is really funny. It is funny. Yeah. Boys. That's a pretty tasty beer. You know what, awesome. Steve? The movie that we're talking about today is one in which Jason, he goes to a Manhattan. Does kind he of, not? Yeah. A li- yep. <laughs> yeah, that undeniable, of. at one point, he is in Times Square. Yes. Definitely there <laughs> yeah. for a minute in Half the movie, minute, for yeah. sure. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. My man, JV, as I call him, my homie JV. Uh-huh. That's right. So we're tight like that. Mm-hmm. He ain't strutting into that town dry. No, no he's not. He's sopping wet. Yep. He's stomping into Manhattan with a dick that is soaked. <laughs> Soaking dick. <laughs> is he not? That thing is plum <laughs> waterlogged. 
It is. It's. I mean, it's gotta be as he is dripping wet the entire time. So there's no way his dick is safe and dry underwater for a long time. I bet that thing is plumb retracted all the way into the internals for sure. Absolutely. Man, considering how bad his face looks in this movie, I bet his dick looks rough. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Like. He's, he's, he looks like a shriveled fucking jack-o'-lantern in the face, so I gotta really assume. Does. Yeah, that is just like... You, you know, like, have you ever found, like, uh, <laughs> like an old, like, like green bean or something that fell under the fridge and it's, like, shriveled up? I bet it kind of oh, yeah. looks like that. Just desiccated. Just desiccated as fuck, yep. Plum desiccated. I bet you're right, man. Mm-hmm. But, dude, that dick has got to be... Soaked. Soaked dick. <laughs> but of course, he's not the only person with a very wet penis, is he not? <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Sentences I've list. never said. <laughs> <laughs> what God is damn it. What, what are we doing? This is episode 300 of this show. We're talking about wettest dicks. <laughs> this is 300? Yeah. <laughs> Happy 300th episode. Let's talk about moist penises. (laughs) Welcome to the preview pass. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. Just a little something for the fans. We know what they want to hear. I'm excited for this because we got some real wet dicks here to talk about. (laughs) I'm excited about this. We got some real wet dicks to talk about. All right. We're doing it. We are. We're doing it. That's right. Yep. What about LL Cool J in Deep Blue Sea? You know, like, he's walking around in that waist-high water, like, forever. That thing's probably pretty soggy, for sure, man. I'm guessing so. Like, it's it's probably dripping wet. It's got to be. Dripping wet dick. (laughs) Ladies love Cool J. Maybe they like a wet D. I don't know. (laughs) LL Wet D. LL Wet D. Alias LL Wet D. Sure, it's why not? LL Wet D, yeah. Uh, I'm sure, though, that he's got the charisma to pull it off, you know? Oh, for sure. Hey, listen, who's going to turn down a little LL Wet D? Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. He's got that. Hey, here's a hip one for you. Remember the other week when I learned what um, um, based. A, a based take uh-huh. is? Yes. <laughs> here's a new one for you. I learned this from my cousins Uh-oh. over the, the Christmas uh, day. Excited. He got that Riz. Oh shit! Okay, I just all right. You know wow. what that is? I do. I I do know what Riz is. Uh, You're as older than I me. Just, There's no way you know that. I <laughs> I just heard about it yesterday. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. It's sure. so all funny right. that you say that because I just heard about it yesterday, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I I uh, immediately was like, "That's not a thing." So. Mm. <laughs> It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Riz. Short for charisma. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get out of here. LL Wet D got that Riz. Okay. Why not just use charisma? Charisma is a good word. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Saving time here? Riz. That's what I can't figure out, man. For real. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? It's like texting JK. It's like, dude, you had to do that on our old phones because typing just kidding would be like... 10,000 fucking button pushes. <laughs> and, and, like, for some reason, it would send in three texts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, JK was the op. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
I never got much into that tech speak and still am not. Like, mm-hmm. I am very much an old man in that way when it comes to anything of that sort. You have great text grammar. Like, of all the people I that, that I know of, your yeah. your text grammar and punctuation is pretty impeccable. <laughs> Listen, I feel like as someone who, uh, you know, has, has taught English uh, both to people who don't speak English and to 18-year-olds who want college degrees, uh, I feel like it's it's my my duty to <laughs> give people well written texts about things like I don't know wettest dicks. I just I was gonna say, dude, I just really want to zoom out right here. Yeah, on that pedigree you just gave that he is talking about in the middle of a conversation on a podcast about wet dicks. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the places life will take you. You know. Oh, the things you'll see. You have a YouTube channel with like so many subscribers, and yeah. some of them f- end up here. Yeah, from yeah. from Just watching you talking about wet dicks. To yeah. hear, yeah, from watching you teach them, uh, you know, important techniques in guitar and whatnot. Mm-hmm. To yep. you know, LL Cool J's wet dick. Um, <laughs> but that's not all, Steve. That's There's not other. All. There are other wet soggy dicks. genitalia <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah what about somebody that's just so sopping that they themselves are made of a liquid huh oh, okay yeah i'm talking about a dang old t1000 and a t2 holy yeah. cow that mm-hmm. guy is just he's naturally liquid yeah. anyway that dude's dick is i mean it's the essence of wet it's got to be mercurial yeah. dick on that guy <laughs> He does have a mercurial dick. It's very, very hard to pin down exactly what his dick's mood is. <laughs> I mean, considering that, like in that movie, he turned his hands into knives and his fingers oh, into little boy. needles and stuff. Yeah, uh huh. Why you're didn't already, you ever go dick first? Man? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. You're already asking questions I had not considered. No. Uh, yeah, and now I'm very kind of like envious i would say of t1000 that like he can turn his dick into all sorts of cool things i mean it doesn't have to be knives you know no it could be something cool yeah some fun something people would enjoy you know yeah uh, i don't know what what do people enjoy in in being put in them like uh uh, he could do balloon animal stuff (laughs) there we go yes (laughs) you know do a giraffe (laughs) yeah Although now I'm also imagining him like in that scene where he's chasing after the car and he's doing the T1000 run with his uh, hands like really you know flexed yeah. out and stuff mm-hmm. and it looks really intimidating. Yeah. But like with like a two and a half foot like needle dick also protruding out and it's just swinging <laughs> left and right like crazy. <laughs> so I don't know if I'd be more or less scared about it at that point. <laughs> he, he's running after us. His dick is huge. <laughs> It looks threatening. I don't know what he's intending to do with it, but it is out. It is probably nothing out. good, frankly. Oh shit! Drive faster, fucking floor it, dude. Please get us out of here. We you got can't a needle just go around needle dicking people. <laughs> what a wet dick that fell has for sure, man. For sure, you know. Again, completely unconfirmed, but similarly, if Alex Mack had a dick. <laughs> Yeah, she, if Alex Mack had a dick, she would also have similar features. I mean, 
She 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 has that like metallic water type of form. Is it is it necessarily the same? Not sure. Like, but still, the dick on that lady gotta be soaking. You know what? Also, speaking of Alex Mack, that would have tied into... We had another idea for this to be talking about stuff that Toxic Waste does. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Toxic Waste turned her into Alex Mack. Oh, shit. It did. So, okay. Toxic Waste... We'll just go through that real quick. It can turn a Jason into a baby. Uh, It could turn a nerd into a Toxic Avenger. That Uh, happens. It can turn an entire uh, high school into a Newcomb High. Um, Mm -hmm. It could... it can turn Alex Alex Mack into a wet dick haver. Uh, mm-hmm. It can make a ninja turtle and turn a, a, a daredevil into a daredevil. Uh, oh, yeah. That is how he got things. his powers. Toxic waste is basically awesome, is what I'm saying. It really sounds like it. Turns out in real life, less awesome. Yeah, it's strange. It's weird. It doesn't do any of those things. Wouldn't it be really cool if, like, you know, now that it's, like, what, 20, 25 years later, if Alex Mack, like, came back for a new series, and she yeah. was all badass, and she's like, it's the return of the Mack. Return of the Mack. That'd be cool, right? <laughs> it's a bop. It that is, song is man. still a fucking bop. I still love that song. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who do you think has... A more moist dong. Is it an old school Sternobot from a Hellraiser? Uh-huh. Or do you think it's those those new ones that we got in that no, new Hellraiser? No, those new ones are fucking crispy and dry, man. They look like a fucking top of a pie. Like I'm the, telling the you, pie dude. pie crust, just dry as fuck. No, the old ones, they have some wet dicks. First off, they're in all leather. Like It's like an ecosystem in there. For sure. It's going to be funky. Yeah. Uh, but they just in general look wet. Like I don't know what's going on with them. There's maybe they're sweaty from all the, you know, such sights and things. But I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> it turns out the the such sights to show you are just a bunch of really sweaty penises. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. Look at it. Look at it. Dude, you see Butterball's big sweaty dick. Look at it. The chatterer. He got a big sweaty dick. Check it out. I mean. It's pretty cool, isn't it? It's like it's like ready to go, I Wait, guess. Isn't the chatterer a little boy? Oh, I said, listen, okay, we don't obey <laughs> rules and stuff, you know? Uh, it's thing. crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, those new sterno sterno bats, they look they look dry. They do. They they look crunchy. Like They do. Yeah. But yeah, they need the some coconut ones. oil. <laughs> they do. The old ones though, wet dicks like crazy for sure. I'll tell you who is just dang, I mean, diggity dripping 24 sev. You ready mm-hmm. for this? Okay. And he's fucking doing it in a dang old Disney property, too. What do you know about my man Davy Jones from A Pirate of a Carib? Oh. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He got I do that wonder, drip. He does. Like, Okay, so like his head is like this, like octopus squid thing oh no i'm talking i'm talking about uh, uh oh fucking wait shit it's bootstrap bill that's who i bootstrap meant to say Boot- bill? Bootstrap. Oh, is that God. his name he's is he the one that's like part of the ship yeah and he's oh. like just dripping water yeah. all the fucking time davy jones yeah. is a squid guy but yeah. i also bet his piece is probably yeah 
pretty damp. Wet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he's a, he's a damp feller. Yeah, I for, I forgot about that. Fuck, Pirates of the Caribbean's got some horror shit in it for sure. It does, and also the just some out. some drippy dick for sure, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty like sure. A drippy dick, yeah, dude. That bootstrap <laughs> Bill guy, he's like a full body squirter, like all the time. <laughs> Just from the pores, just exuding the squirt. Damn, baby girl. All right. Um, I, 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 I think it's it's quite possibly true to say of all pirates that they probably just had like swampy dicks. I it's would probably guess. hard to find a dry dick on a pirate ship. Yeah, you can yeah. quote me on that. <laughs> it's I might just go ahead and tweet that right now. Do it. It's probably, probably hard, hard to find a dry dick on a pirate ship. Words of wisdom. Yeah, no, no, no wiser words have been said. I'm just saying, I'm not saying you should, but I'm saying you could get that tattooed on you if you're listening to this. Yeah, no, and if you do, um, two high fives coming your way for sure, crispy mm-hmm. high fives. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What about uh, what about uh, an, another feller who's pretty much made of water? Iceman. You're talking about that X Man, Iceman? Uh huh. Huh? Yeah, he's. Dude, um, I bet on a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that thing is just dribbling like when you're trying to carry that popsicle across to the beach towel. I bet you. <laughs> and now dripping. that's what I'm going to think of next time I'm having a drippy popsicle on the beach. It's this like, is like this sucking Iceman's Ice dick. dick on a hot day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's a visual, though. It it's is a visual. for sure. Yeah, you know they don't take Iceman on anything like near the equator. Like, just <sighs> every time, every time they're like, "I gotta fucking wipe up Iceman's dick off the floor <laughs> again, again." <laughs> Storm, can you fucking cool it down over here? Just bring some fucking <laughs> snow clouds over this way. Iceman's dick is dribbling all over the fucking coffee table he again. That, he's got that dribbly dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff will get you pregnant, I've heard. <laughs> Iceman's dick water will get you pregnant, for sure. Again, could get that tattooed on you, just saying. Iceman's dick water dick will water. get you pregnant. <laughs> could be, man. Swamp thing. I bet oh. that dick is just, I'm talking hydrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm betting. I mean, just to, just to really play out the scenario, I'm assuming it's, uh, it is uh, covered in moss and ferns mm. and things like that. So it's it's its own ecosystem. It probably with, is within a swamp creature. Man, dude. I, yeah, I bet I you that st- thing don't need no lubrication whatsoever. <laughs> Not at all. Not even a little. <laughs> Mm-mm, no. Um, you had an interesting theory about one Angela from a sleepaway camp, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted to put Angela on this list because of that uh, under-the-canoe kill. And then it fucking hit me. Wait a second. Angela's afraid of the water. That had to have been Ricky who killed that guy under the fucking canoe. I can't believe I've not thought about this because the movie does go at great lengths to show us how scared of the water Angela yeah. is. Yeah, so that kill couldn't have been Angela. So Ricky's dick, I guess, was super, super wet at that point. Old Slick Dick Rick, he's known as. <laughs> slick Dick Rick. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. 
I bet there's a Ghostbuster out there whose dick is just soggy oh, as a dude. motherfucker after he gets a blowy from a ghost. I can't believe how many times we've talked about race dance getting a blowjob in Ghostbusters. It's a lot, but I, a lot. I feel like it's not enough because it's like, yeah, that movie, that movie's so popular bears, with kids. Attention, yeah, like kids our age loved that movie, and it's got a blowjob <laughs> scene for some reason. Yeah, from a ghost, <laughs> from a ghost. Yeah, I bet it's like plasma covered, you know, or whatever. How do you uh, wash that off? Do you think yeah, Dawn will get rid of that? That's a good question. Oh, Do you thought, think you need something something tougher like lava? Oh, oh, on your dick? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Getting a blowy from a ghost is great, but then you got to get the lava out, and the oh. pumice just roughs oh. your peen up so bad. I don't like it, none. It's hardly worth it, they say. <laughs> you, what, I mean... You just gotta, I guess, find the right ghost that's like not gonna leave behind a bunch of ectoplasm. But true, I don't know. Where do you even find ghosts these days? Like ghost tender? Is that a thing? That might be what it is, huh? <laughs> yeah, mm. I, I think his dick's probably pretty wet while covered in ectoplasm. I think a ghost dating site is Ghoul Rinder. Ghoul Rinder. Yeah, yeah that's for gay for ghosts, that. though. That's for oh. gay ghosts. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, listen, hey, you know. That's what you're into. <laughs> They're all dead in the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're all dead in the dark. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, I don't oh know what God, you mean. No. <laughs> Sir, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> this guy is Big Necro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Certainly fucking is. Um, unconfirmed. Unconfirmed soggy dick. Okay. Just based on evidence. Uh-huh. Samara from the ring could have had some soggy old well water around a dick if Samara had a dick. Unconfirmed. <laughs> okay. so... All right, so you're you're putting the rumor out there that uh, Samara of of Ring fame yeah, has yeah. has a penis. Could I just Could. said hypothetically if Samara did show me evidence that says otherwise? Well, yeah, no, that'd be a super wet dick for sure. So no, yeah. I, I can't disagree with you. Uh, like w- once we get confirmation, I can more firmly say yes. But right now, I will say. Based on the rumors I'm hearing, and they're just flying fast and loose. Yeah. Probably a wet dick. We could just go with the stuff that uh, disgraced former president NFT salesman would always say and, uh-huh. and say, people are saying. <laughs> people are saying. People are saying. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. Based on that, yes. Wet dick. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest sleight of hand fucking word trick that's ever been known to man. Yeah. People are saying. People are saying. You know what they're saying? They're saying, Mark got a big old hog. This is a big (laughs) one. That's what people are. I'm not saying it. And it's wet. It It is dripping wet. People are saying. (laughs) I got one more here. Okay. You know whose dicks are dripping wet? Who? Them Mormons that are out there soaking. <laughs> they got that super soaker XP sixty nine on that thing, don't they? Yes, <laughs> they just, do. Be soaking though. You're right. In it, just soaking, soaking, marinating in the even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just letting that thing marinate in there. Oh boy, what a conversation! What do you do during that? Like, 
Is it like, so how was your day? Like, do you yeah, catch I, up? Like, what I do you do? Guess, do you yeah, thumb wrestle? Like, what are you doing? I guess you're, you got, you gingerly enter, um, as to not touch the sides operation style. <laughs> it's a game of operation. Okay. <laughs> I see how this is. Does it buzz otherwise? <laughs> 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 once you're there that that's when you, i guess you start talking about jesus or whatever i don't know like hey joe smith pretty cool huh <laughs> <laughs> so byu huh oh. uh, yeah, you go there i go there uh, all right when are you done like are you just like so you good i'm good all right it's really it's like when it, once it's like sopped up enough you know uh, i guess the, the, i guess more of sponge dicks <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how any of that sounds. I don't think anybody's gonna like any of this conversation, except maybe the "it's hard to find a dry dick on a pirate ship." That, that'll be beloved for sure. That is immensely quotable. Yeah, I'm just saying that's gonna become a new thing. People are saying it's gonna become a new thing. People are saying it. It's for sure. I hope that like somebody's first episode was the other day when we did like the new metal thing. <laughs> it was controversial. It was. There were yeah. some hot takes in there, man. Yeah. There were some people that definitely got irate about our new metal takes. For sure. Had on. Yeah. What episode was that? Was that uh, Adam's Family Adam's Values? Family. Yeah, 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 because of the Family, family Values, values yeah. tour. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they got people kind of, got people's dander up, didn't it? A little bit, but, you know, I stand by literally everything that was said. Um, <laughs> it was all. It was all correct. We were right. Let me just toss one more. Perhaps... The darkest, dankest, wettest dick of them all. Ooh. A dick what defies language and perhaps Ooh. might turn its viewer beyond the veil of sanity. Okay. The dick of one who has been at, at the, the ocean's depth dreaming for a millennia. Oh. I'm talking about that old god, old dong on a Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a super wet dick. It has been underwater for over a thousand years. Like, I bet that thing is, again, just like Jason's, that thing is internal at this point for sure. For sure. Like it's coming out the back. It's trying to escape. Yeah. That's how yes. cold it is. <laughs> I, yeah, it's cold at the bottom of the ocean too. Damn, man. Yeah. I, I do think if you saw Cthulhu's dick... It would drive you to a level of insanity, like that. That would even like freak out, the, like Cthulhu a little bit. He'd be like, "Oh wow. shit! Oh, I didn't mean to do that." <laughs> do you think it drives you like mad, horny? <laughs> yes, you become you become like cosmically insanely horny. <laughs> you just start fucking like uh, extra dimensional beings. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> In an attempt to fuck the entire universe. Yeah, because you saw Cthulhu's dick. Because <laughs> you saw Cthulhu's dick. That's just natural. That's what would happen. You walk in and Cthulhu's like, what's with the boner? <laughs> That's a good Cthulhu oh, voice. Yeah. What's with the boner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he'd say. Yeah, it is. It is. I can't deny that that is exactly what would be said in that conversation. I bet that thing is intense. It makes me think about like in... Um, what was that that fucking movie that had old Twilight in it? Underwater? Underwater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that movie. Mm -hmm. Remember uh that Cthulhu in that he had all those little like uh little lamprey type yeah, things uh -huh. on his undercarriage and so forth. Ooh. 
Ooh, gross. I didn't even think about this. They got that, that eel dick at Lamprey yeah, Dick? Yeah, uh-huh. Yuck. He's going to want to get that, that fucking treated before he mm, goes showing that thing around. For sure. Oh, oh, he's got crotch critters. That's gross. That, they might be contagious. I bet they are. Oh, no. Don't fuck Cthulhu. <laughs> Nobody fuck Cthulhu, okay? Yeah. Nobody. Not until he gets that cleared up. <laughs> he's, yeah. I know. I know he's sexy. I know we all want some of that dick but no hold off until he Just gets wait. those dick lampreys taken care of <laughs> it's for your own good frankly <laughs> what the hell well oh. let us know what wet yeah. dicks we missed on our list <laughs> please please send, send us big wet dicks Okay, no, I think you should phrase about. that differently. Oh, I mean, oh, send us, send us, uh, you know, uh, other big wet dicks we should have talked about. Send us your big wet dick. Yeah, send no, us that, your big right wet dick. No, there we that's go. Wrong too. Uh, you know what I mean. Just hang out on the Facebook group and talk about wet dicks. How about that? Okay, there we go. Yeah, but don't yeah. post wet dicks on Facebook. They won't. They won't like that. But you can do it on Twitter. Oh, you can. <laughs> You can post wet dicks on Twitter. Uh, let Is this Elon part of making Twitter that. funny again? Where yeah. it's like, oh, I can post wet dicks again. Yes. Now that now that uh, uh, old uh, uh, Butt Musk um, made everything, comedy is now legal again, remember? Uh, right, that's, that's of course. fun. And a big wet dick is comedy, according to us. So, <laughs> Well, okay. There, there you go. go. Settles it. I was so tired of dry dick Twitter. <laughs> You know? oh god just pushing it in there and it's like oh this isn't fun for anyone no who's yeah. enjoying this come on make it funny again <laughs> fucking <All idiots. right. laughs> yep well anyway let's talk about jason <laughs> yeah oh boy jason takes manhattan um this one this. let's talk about this one dude yeah this i mean my history with this film as i saw it when it came out on video and even as a kid, I was like, that wasn't very good. Oh, um, really? Yeah? yeah. Never really uh, never really put the moves on you, this one, huh? No. I, I mean, there are two kills in this that stuck with me my entire life. Uh, and I, not in a, like, scared way, but, like, they were just really stood out. And that's the, the Sonic kill and the uh, boxer getting his head knocked off on that roof. Like, those oh, things yeah. stuck with me. But... Every time I rewatch this movie, I'm like, there's a dog in this movie? There are ghosts in this movie? <laughs> like, I, I'm constantly perplexed by the stuff that just, it, it, like, I've seen this movie so many times, it's like it goes in my head and just falls out of my ears. Dude, and, it totally has that men in black, like, goldfish memory effect, yeah. because I, I'm right there with you. Like, I saw it for the first time years ago when I watched through these movies for the first time, which has probably been... I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago at this point. Right. And I remember thinking, huh, not a lot of Manhattan in this one. No. Nope. A whole lot of boat. A whole lot of boat, yeah. And then, like, this time around, I went into it knowing, it's like, okay, yep, I remember they're on the boat for a while. Wait, she's kind of psychic? <laughs> yeah. There's, like, ghost baby Jason all over the place? Like, I'd forgotten about all this, but when you're watching it for a podcast, those are the things that really stick out where you're like, what the fuck now? Yeah, this movie has... Cocaine much? Yeah, this this movie, I, I mean, like, I, I just I, I rewatched the section on uh, the Crystal Lake memories about it, and... Fantastic. I, I, yeah, great, awesome documentary. If you, if you love this franchise like we do, um, 
you, you gotta see it. It's, I mean, what, six, seven hours long, but it's still worth yeah. it. Um, watched the section and, and again was reminded that it was clearly, it was clearly like decided at a Coke party. Frank Mancuso Jr. met uh, this director of this, Rob uh, Hedden, Hedden, Hedden. Uh, Who Rob had an Hedden. extensive body of work having <laughs> done... Had- Two episodes (laughs) of the Friday the 13th show, which was a rip-roaring success that everyone loved, apparently. Uh, Yeah, well, Uh, I mean... Okay. He probably just had good good fucking yayo at the party. Yeah, yeah, that's how it seems. When you like, because Frank Mancuso Jr. said like he's got a lot of energy. He's a he's a guy, he's a guy who's got a lot of energy. He's always always like energetic and stuff. It's like I kept expecting him to like look directly in camera and be like, "We were doing cocaine." <laughs> yeah, and he he's said, "What if energy. Jason went to New York City?" And I said, "Fucking yeah, fuck yeah, that's great." God damn, fuck, that's fucking brilliant, man. God. <laughs> This is, I mean, you know, I, in past episodes, uh, I've certainly clowned a little bit on Frank Mancuso Jr., but I, I think, obviously, he guided this series in a very interesting and fun way, and we do love this franchise, and this is the last one he was producer on. So, Frank Mancuso Jr., thank, thank you, of course, for this series and for the cocaine decisions that make it so interesting. Uh, it's, it's true. Un- it makes it great to podcast about. It does. It, it just so unfortunate that this one... It could have been great. Jason in a big city running rampant, killing people is a great idea. That's not the movie that we get, though. <laughs> it's a I movie know. where Jason, for some reason, wants to kill a graduating class of a high school to the point that he leaves Crystal Lake and goes to their boat and then kills them on the boat and follows them around New York City, killing them. Like He walks past people all the time. Just other people he could be killing. And, and traditionally, Jason people. just kills everybody except for yeah. children. Um, and for some reason in this, he doesn't do that. I, it, it's incomprehensible why they did this the way they did this. The idea, this central idea of taking Jason into a big city is good. That's but fun. That's cool. Yeah, it's ridiculous how they executed it. And I'll agree. It's like at this point in the franchise, um, you know, this is part eight. This came out in 1989. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is wild to think. Like, I always forget yeah. just how far ahead of the other, you know, sequel manias Friday the 13th was. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. even 1990, and they've already put out eight, eight of these mm-hmm. fucking movies. Yeah. Um, it needed something to change at this point. Like, you, you yeah. cannot just have... Oh, it's a camp full of people showing up at this camp again. Oh, they died. Right. Well, the next year, well, a bunch of people show up at this camp to camp again. Oh, yep. they died. Like, okay, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Like, we're going to be giving this critical ass analysis of this movie franchise, which just blatantly makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah. A yeah, boy drowned in a yeah. water and then he emerged a full grown man. man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> never even tried to explain that. A zombie and. Is unkillable. Keeps on killing. Yeah. yeah. Like, they never even tried to explain how the fuck this happened. Nope. Like, at least, <laughs> at least, like, Halloween had the whole, like, uh, Cult of Thorn. Right. I don't know. And they like, tried, they tried to tried put to something explain. to it. Well, yeah. I, I'm excited for us to do Jason Goes to Hell. I'm very excited for us to do it because I Me know too. you haven't I'm seen it. I'm saving myself yeah. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, I, you know, we're being critical about this franchise, which blatantly makes no fucking sense right. anyway, but. It's like, again, something needed to change yeah. at this point to keep it interesting. And it seems like there were ways to get it to change. 
Definitely. Um, you had a great idea that I, you came up with in fucking yep. two seconds, and it's like, well, that's fucking better. If I yeah, if I could fly back to that cocaine party in 1988, uh, and and, and get just, some of that 80s gack. <laughs> I think I'd let them have uh, their little cocaine fun while I just took notes about what they were saying, and then the next day, like, just reminded them, like, "Hey, you wanted to do this movie? Um, you were on a lot of cocaine, and here's why these things are bad ideas. Um, but here's <laughs> what we should do: we yeah. we've set up that uh, Crystal Lake and the area around Crystal Lake started out as just a general store." And through the movies, it has grown and grown and grown. And in fact, in, in six, we see some yuppies just hanging out uh, in the area. And then there's like, you know, uh, evidence that there are several other yuppies. You get the yuppies having their little picnic and they get killed. The two yuppies in the car. So the area's kind of had this influx of people, very likely because you hear the kids listening to a radio station from New York City, very likely people from New York City who work in New York City and want to live in a nice big area outside of New York City, so they move to this lake area. So, we could start right here. You see this nice boat on Crystal Lake, um, and in the background, you see Camp Crystal Lake, which is lit up but dilapidated. How about instead of that, we see Crystal Lake condos? Perfect. There's Crystal Easy. Lake condos here, and you can have the same thing happen. Just uh, maybe say this punk kid, he can be like, oh, I'm glad I stole my dad's boat or whatever. I don't know. Um, and then instead of a rampage that takes him down river to the ocean to a goddamn boat where he then goes <laughs> to Manhattan, have him walk out to what would normally have been the woods he inhabited. And now it's a fucking, you know, mall or something. And everything's get, changed yeah and now you get to put jason in the in the position of being a fish out of water for the first time he's no longer in his element but he is still really good at killing so then you get to do a whole bunch of fun city kills which you don't even get in this fucking movie um you get to do a whole bunch of fun city kills without taking him away from crystal lake and you have people around that know the legend and stuff so you can do the whole like oh you don't know the legend or whatever there's a death curse yeah. right you can maybe even introduce a new crazy ralph who's like you know i hate you damn yuppies you've ruined my town or whatever um you could do all sorts of stuff still bringing him into a big city the way you've set it up in the past seven fucking movies that this entire area has grown and now you still get to do the big city stuff, but you don't have to pretend like you're going to go to New York. So you don't have to pay all that fucking money to shoot a week in central park, um, for like five minutes of the fucking movie. Um, you don't have to pretend that it's not, you know, Vancouver <laughs> because you're just saying it's downtown crystal Lake or whatever. Nobody's going to be like, no, that's Vancouver. Um, right. It, it just makes sense, I think, to keep him at the lake. That's where he. That's where he is. That's his element. Yeah, that's where to, like his soul is tied to. Right. If you want to get supernatural about it, exactly. But to like have basically society encroaching on him, that would be fun and interesting. And and I really want to see a Jason rampage in a mall. 
like that I like would that be idea. cool. Like it, it's kind of like those stories that you see where you know, yeah, this town built into these woods, and there was still bears in the woods, and the fucking bears didn't know how to deal with people being around them and shit. Right. It becomes like a yeah, like an, an animal whose territory has been invaded on. Right, it becomes that kind of story, which I think we were all becoming more aware of in the late '80s with like deforestation and the yeah, Amazon exactly. and all so that it, shit. Like it would have fit. It works. Yeah, yeah. I I think that they. They got so focused on wanting it to be in New York, and then Paramount wouldn't pay for them to do the whole thing in New York, and they were so focused on it and so focused on getting those Times Square shots and stuff that they forgot to focus on making the movie make sense or be good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of the problem, man. And, yeah. and, you know, again, we're talking about a franchise which makes zero fucking sense anyway, yeah. but... Everything doesn't well, have to make sense because I mean we, yeah. we watched. I think part six is maybe my favorite part, and it's meta and it's silly, and there's all sorts of shit in there that w- doesn't make sense. I'm fine with that. It has an internal logic and consistency, which this doesn't. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, if you're not going to give a fuck, you have to really, really not give a fuck. But to right? me, these are like '80s cocaine decisions where it's like, oh, they're at Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, lake meaning. Landlocked body of water, Uh not fed by tributaries from the ocean. But you know what? They get on a boat, they go to New York. It doesn't really fucking matter. Oh, wait. But after Jason kills the captain of the ship and stuff, how are they going to get there? (laughs) Uh, The... The the ship's captain's son was on the boat, and he knows how to work the instrumentation. That's how. Because otherwise, people won't believe what's in the fucking movie if right. they can't believe how did they get from the lake to the ocean to Manhattan. So we got to focus on that and make that a subplot, right? Yeah, you yeah gotta, it's a great you idea. It's a great turn idea. that into an entire subplot just to explain something that doesn't need to be explained. All you got to do is have the captain get killed close to New York, and they're fine. Yeah, you don't they made have it. To fucking set up an entire subplot where uh, he's not just a captain; he's admiral. Um, where he turns over command of his ship to his eighteen-year-old son, <laughs> who's there on a trip, and and like the his fucking first mate is just standing there, like. I have to assume in his head, like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> let me do this shit. He's Some an 18 year who has this. no fucking concept of how to do this. Anyway, whole subplot just to explain how after the Admiral dies, they could still get to New York City. It's dumb. There's no reason for it. No, it really doesn't make any sense that they chose to prioritize that shit, especially when, like you said, you know, after they kind of submitted this idea about Jason goes to New York, Mm -hmm. their budget got completely ripped to shreds. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do that. They they really should have just scrapped the idea until they had the budget. Yeah. Make the changes. Like, it's simpler to not say you're going to New York City. Like... Just say it's downtown Crystal Lake. You still shoot in Vancouver. Nobody's going to think anything of it. It's like, oh, Crystal Lake's grown. It's 1998 in the timeline. Like, we're almost 30 years from the first one. Like, all sorts of changes. It's grown. Yeah, that's all you need. That's it. And yes, it's, again, if this is your first Friday the 13th episode that we've covered, the timeline of Friday the 13th is in the future at this point. It is 1998. The previous movie was 97. So this is actually May 13th of 1998. May 13th and May 14th. 
I'll tell you what, that makes that music video that girl was shooting make even less sense. Yeah. She should have been playing like a, a fucking seven string Ibanez. She should have uh-huh. been pointing her toes inwards and head banging with her, her back bent at a 90 she degree angle. She probably should have had some white girl dreads or something. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely so, yeah. man. Uh, you know, she's shooting a video for the Family Values Tour, I'm pretty sure, at that point. I mean, it's, it's interestingly not too far off of like... She's got like that scene hair, so like she does. if it was a like a, early for that, yeah, a little yeah. bit earlier. So it was like a few years later, they would have kind of predicted the return of of that eighties hairstyle. Um, they also kind of like, I mean, it, it's interesting because like they they don't acknowledge that it's the future necessarily, but they do have. A found footage moment, and Blair Witch did come out in 1998. Oh shit! So they did kind of make a prediction. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that found footage moment is interesting to me, and I I really do kind of want to trace because I've seen it kind of recently in a movie we watched. I think on the screaming chat that was in the 80s as well, where you know you have this like, oh, he's got a camcorder, and you get the camcorder shots, and that's not technically found footage. I guess in the in the universe, like since the the camera is basically in this in this movie an omniscient narrator, we're just seeing what that guy's seeing because the narrator can move in and out of people's POV or whatever. So it's not technically found footage, but it's 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 in that vein. Um and, and interesting that, you know, it is set in ninety eight and that did happen in ninety eight. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You're talking about our, our cameraman Wayne, aka Wayne. Uh-huh. Jeffrey Dahmer Jr. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so, Jeffrey Dahmer Jr. Uh yeah, th- there are a lot of characters that they introduce just to kill. Um which is tradition for the tradition. series. They do it quick though. Like JJ is dead within the first fifteen minutes, I feel like. Yeah. And that's the first kill on the boat. The, it's the third kill because of the first the opening couple, which is again a normal Friday thirteenth thing to have opening kills. Um Dude, let me ask you this. Have you ever tried to get romantic with a lady by dressing up as a mass serial killer and stabbing him Jesus with a fake knife? Christ. I would be fucking pissed if somebody did that to me i would be so goddamn i mean i'm cool with it in the real world but if i lived in friday the 13th world where it's like no jason Voorhees is a fucking real zombie man who kills people man fuck you don't come in here with that mask on get that wet ass dick out of here <laughs> he did look that guy looked sweaty he probably did have a wet dick probably probably so <laughs> ridiculous I, fucking intro for this movie it is it is but it, you know it it could have worked like they the thing is like the very first thing that happens in this movie pisses me off and then the second thing that happens pisses me off the first thing that happens is it starts out instead because we don't have harry manfredini again this is the second movie in a row without him uh yeah it, it, it starts out with what seems to me a cokehead's remembrance of a past movie they saw like half a second of where <laughs> they were like, you know how it has that like Jason, 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 Jason thing in the background, you know, <laughs> it starts out with like, the but it's Jason, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> that's 
so stupid. Dude, it's so, so fucking stupid. It like immediately took me out. Jason, yeah. Jason, Jason, Jason. Jason, Jason, Jason. And then there's Jason. like some kind of goofy ass laugh that's like, oh. Yeah, and then there's a fucking, suddenly there's a narrative, like there's a narrator telling us that, um, you know, about New York City. And then we find out that this narrator is a is a radio DJ in New York. So again, as I said, Crystal Lake confirmed is in New Jersey or New York. Uh, but this is also is too, always New Jersey. While it's shown us that really cool montage of like, hey, eighties New York shit, right. gutter punks, steam yeah. coming out of fucking manhole covers. This is gonna be fucking sick. And then in we about won't, an hour, yeah, or so. we won't get to any of this shit for an hour. Yeah, yeah, it gives you all the cool Manhattan stuff up front, like greasy, gritty eighties yeah. New York, pre Disney New York, and it's can, so cool. It gets you revved up, and it's like, okay, we'll get there. Check this out, though. We got these people on a fucking boat. It's real fun. This okay. one's shooting a video, uh, a music video. This one is uh, having a death match of boxing on a concrete floor. Um, <laughs> That's not a good idea this one at is, all. Holy shit! I didn't even think about that, dude. That's all I could think about the entire time. Dude, I watched a concussion. It, like, there's a reason why you don't have boxing on bare concrete floors. It's because when you fall down after getting hit, you will hit your head on concrete and fucking die. You'll scramble your eggs, for sure. Yeah, you don't want that. There's also a no. uh, 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 cocaine girl and her cute friend, who's also a cocaine girl, but it's her first time cocaining. Uh, A.K.A. Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Kelly Hugh, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you've got so many characters there. The the son, uh, who's supposed to be the captain, and his friend, who uh, says nothing, I don't think, but dies no. for some reason um <laughs> av wayne when, when it like is showing all the the people on the boat at the beginning they're around a hundred people but then like jason apparently i guess killed them all just we didn't I see guess. it Dude, <laughs> that was a big question for me i was like where did all these extras go like jason yeah. killed like seven people and now the entire thing's a fucking ghost ship like there's not right. even a crew dude nope. like i'm doing fucking like yeah like ship rock crews and stuff later on this mm-hmm. month and like the crew damn outnumber the passengers there's so many yeah. fucking people to run a boat running a boat Absolutely. is hard yes and that's why an 18 year old can't fucking do it for sure but yeah <laughs> there's that too yeah yeah there's a, yeah they the crew they present is two people and that's impossible with this a ship this size <laughs> especially as it's gonna have to uh, breach the lake and i guess be like drug across a mountain uh, like fucking Herzog <laughs> yeah. style, and then <laughs> deposited into the ocean. <laughs> That's a weird thing to me, too, is like, okay, they're in Jersey. They are close enough to get New York City radio stations, but it is an overnight, like, 24-hour journey to get to Manhattan? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. A, bo- a boat trip from Jersey to, to Manhattan would not take... An entire 24 hours at all. Oh, I guess it's not an entire... T- okay, so they leave during the day. Yeah. Do we, we don't have a... Like, as far as I understand, it would be they leave in the morning, and then everything that happens at night is that single night. 
It's a big day. It's All a right. big long day. And Jason, had, I guess, like they could have given us a montage of him killing the other ninety-something passengers. Sure, that would have been and fun. all the crew and all the crew. He's just sl- like hacking and slashing through this entire fucking ship. Uh, that would have been fun, but no, we don't get that. Instead, what we get is just a few kills. And honestly, you know the. The JJ's death is good, you know. Killing someone with a flying V guitar is, is cool. That's a cool idea. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I do um, like. I, I like too that it's like POV, and yeah. when he swings the guitar, it kind of cracks the camera lens. Yeah, that's kind of cool. neat. I liked it. Yeah, uh, the sauna death is great. Um, that's cool. Yeah, really hot rock to the yeah. tone. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's ever been in a sauna has been like, you've at least had the thought cross your mind, like, what if I just touch one of those rocks? What if I did? Yeah, what if I did? Um, and I, it, it probably would hurt a lot. That's that's my thought. And every time I see that death, I'm like, God damn, can you imagine? Ugh, God, that would hurt so much. Um, what else? I mean, not, Wayne getting others. thrown on the uh, oh, on, 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 on those, the like, thing and he like yeah. burns and incinerates. That's pretty cool. Oh shit! Yeah, no, okay. I was thinking of the guy uh, with the purple the guy that doesn't sweater. Talk, that, right? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't talk. To, for some reason. Okay, talking about that guy and talking about <laughs> JJ's death means we have to talk about Jason's fully formed teleportation powers. Oh, where dude. He is coming down the stairs behind JJ. She goes down a separate set of stairs and he is there and hits her with a guitar. Yeah, just immediately. Immediately there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they don't they, even try to hide the teleporting going no. on. He's, he's bamfing all over that uh, he motherfucker. He is. He's got his nightcrawler powers. He When the other guy starts climbing up the ladder, Jason just sees him. Cut to Jason's behind him on the ladder. Sure. Like, why not? <laughs> how did that happen? And it happens a ton of times in New York City where they're running. For some reason, they run into buildings constantly, despite the fact that he's nowhere near them. They run into buildings and then he's in the building. Just oh yeah, you came into the building. I'm on the second floor of the building. Take that. He's got that warp whistle going like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. He does. He does. Um, but yeah, so like, I th- I think though the the stuff on the ship, it, it kind of sets up that it's gonna be a kill fest because this this has twenty bo- like twenty bodies in it. That's a lot. It's a huge kill count. But then the last, I mean, the first of it, first hour of it is getting to Manhattan. The last 40 minutes, I mean, this is the longest Friday the 13th movie. The last 40 minutes Feels is like them it. in New York City. And what are they like? Those two, the, the two gang members die. The, um, the There's boxer a guy that guy. works under, under in the sewer. He gets like wrenched. Uh huh. Yeah, wrenched that guy. Then the 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 dad dies. The mom, boxer guy. The boxer guy. Yeah. The mom dies in an unrelated incident. Uh, or not. <laughs> she's not the mom. She's a teacher. Yeah. I'm okay. I I was confused by this. This relationship. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. she's not the mom, but she treat she treats um our main character Rennie. like. Yes, that's right, Rennie. She treats Rennie like her daughter and the uh, the other guy the uncle is not her dad but he is her guardian what happened to her fucking parents <laughs> like there's no right like, there's no explanation of why she is an orphan and why these people are taking care of her but i thought she, they said like there towards the end it's like oh they died in a car crash and that's oh, it okay 
Well, then it makes all the sense in the world that she would uh, kill her surrogate mother in a car crash and not think a thought about it. Well, the thing is, though, dude, is like she was. This is the only realistic reaction to her being on heroin. This yeah. entire mo- fucking movie. That's a good point. That's a good <laughs> point. I forgot they shot her up with heroin. <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's insane. Like a lot of heroin too. Yes. Okay, is it heroin or is it cocaine? Because oh, like, yeah, he says cocaine. He says he it's says cocaine. cane. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He does. That's yeah. a lot. That's a ton. Yeah, no, she she is fucking high off her ass. I am sure. But also though, it does explain to some of the decision making because she's stopped upon cocaine. So I guess I didn't really put that together. That does make sense that she'd see her surrogate mother dying in a car fire and be like, eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> huh. Interesting. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> it is kind of weird to have a movie where like Jason doesn't kill somebody. Yeah, it's one like, of the deaths is unrelated to unrelated. anything Jason's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like, well, that just fucking happened. Yeah. Well, I had to drive into his ghost in this car. Because <laughs> Rennie is seeing Jason's ghost. She may be on cocaine the whole time. And they just don't Maybe say that's anything the deal, about it. Right? Yeah. Like, it's like, Rennie, you're not psychic. You're gacked out. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you're seeing shit. You haven't slept in 72 hours, Rennie. That's why Calm every time you down. see the ghost, it's a different boy with a different makeup style. Yeah. What the fuck is going on with this, dude? Okay. The whole movie, we have her getting these visions of little baby Jason being like, help me, save me. And it's uh-huh. like, from what? Exactly. You died like 40 years ago. Right. I And I, he's changing all the time. Like, the, yeah. the, sometimes he has like the, the kind of like deformed look that we're used to seeing from young Jason. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I, yeah, I'm confused by that. Like, what exactly were they going for with this? What, like, she she is too young to have actually seen the boy Jason in that lake. Okay, like she's, she's this 18. is something that I was wondering yeah. about. Because as I was watching the movie, I was trying to do the math myself as far as, like, wait, she's graduating high school she was pushed into the lake by her uncle when she was, I don't know, how old do you think she was in that Probably flashback? four or five. five or six? Yeah, maybe six, yeah. And then I was like, okay, so that would put Jason at what year? And then you broke down the timeline to me. Because yeah. this is 1998. Yeah. So when this happened, her memory of getting pushed into that lake. Yeah. It was like 1986 yeah. or something. He's a full-grown man out in the woods killing people. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck is going on there? Yeah, I mean, because like the the previous installment does set up. No, oh, this is also a world where ESP and psychic stuff is real. Um, so but less real in this one than in the last one. Well, yeah, where it's they true. went full blown psychic. This time they were yeah. like, let's just kind of maybe imply it, right? That she can see his ghost, and his ghost wants her to drown him in toxic waste so he can become the little boy he was again i didn't know that's what would happen if you toxic wasted jason (laughs) it is apparently if you toxic waste like it's like you know with the toxic avenger you toxic waste a nerd he becomes a big muscular guy you toxic waste a muscular guy turns into a little bitty baby boy turns into a baby boy interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) thanks now it's starting to make sense (laughs) 
Hang on, let me just get another fat rail real quick, and maybe yeah. it'll make a lot more oh, sense. Oh man, to yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but also, maybe her dog is kind of psychic sometimes too, because <laughs> at one point sees- the dog sees one of these apparitions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What? Um, the introduction of a dog was worrisome to me, of course, because horror movies, the dog tends to die. And apparently in the original script, uh, uh, Jason was supposed to kick the dog, and Kane Hodder said no. Um, Good for you, Kane. Good Good for for him, yes. Thank you for not kicking the fucking dog, because that's insane. Um, Also, too, it's like that that means that at least he knew. It's like, oh, people are rooting for Jason. People come to this movie for Jason. They don't want to hate Jason by seeing him kick a fucking dog. That is the thing that Kane Hodder brings to the role, is Kane Hodder understands Jason. He understands that Jason is is a hero in some ways like he's he's not heroic he's not doing good things but people are rooting for him they're rooting he's for a reagan him. era hero dude i exactly, mean he fucking yeah. kills people that do drugs and have sex yeah so yeah and kane, kane otter brings that to the role i mean he he talks about in uh you know when they did shoot the Times square scenes that like he it was like he felt like a rock star because people were just like real excited to see jason and that's just true of like late 80s jason and freddy were gigantic jason was on arsenio hall like kane hodder went on arsenio hall as jason Um, and i'll say this okay so mm -hmm. obviously you know kane hodder is like the fucking sixth person to play jason um or whatever i don't know how many how many people played him before kane hodder and i know that he's a lot of people's favorite jason I personally don't see that much difference Jason to Jason. Oh yeah. Uh than a lot of fans of the franchise do, but I will say this, if you watch um Crystalite Memories, I see a difference in Kane Hodder in that he was so stoked to play this role. Yeah. Like a lot of the other dudes that that play him that talk in Crystalite Memories are like, "Yeah, whatever, it was just some dumb kids yeah, movie." Yeah, it's a stunt job I, I did. I don't really yeah. give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kane Kane like you can legit tell that he was a super fan yeah. that got to fucking be in the thing that he loved. That's well, cool. I like it, that. Yeah, and he's really good. I mean, uh, John Beekler, who directed Part Seven and Troll and other movies we've we've talked about. Um, he he said, you know that that um, Kane Kane Hodder is really good under the makeup like and that's something that you can see in part seven part seven's not great but they take the mask off of him and the makeup's great Very but cool. he also makes the makeup by making it look so real like he's yeah, able yeah. to express and emote um and he he also brings a lot of like physicality to the role not just in the like fact that he's a huge hulking man uh, which which helps in making him him scary, but also that he uh, he really thinks about the way Jason moves and really like puts a lot of effort into making Jason's movements like deliberate and, and, yeah. and like hunter esque, like like he's a he is a killer, a predator. So I, th- I think that's what people like, as you said, like that he's just a huge fan and really puts a lot into it, um, even if you know generally i i think i would agree with you that past there have been past jasons that have done basically a lot of the same things as him and and brought a lot of good things to the role i do think he stands out and i understand why why people like him the most 
And I can see a little bit of that, too, in the way that he brings, I think, some physicality and some violence and intention into some of the kills. I mean, a lot of Jason's kills in the other movies are with, you know, an an edged weapon of some sort. This movie has several that are just like brute force trauma kind of shit. He rips through doors and fucking uh, windows in this. Like, he's just like a monster powerhouse and shit but i'm thinking even of like the scene where he kills uh lady cocaine strike in the the (laughs) disco dance hall yeah he just lifts her up fucking front shoulder raises probably 100 110 pounds and just chokes her out yeah and but then like he doesn't just choke her out and drop her he like throws her down yeah like, she actually takes that fall she takes a bump pretty fucking she good took that too. bump he really well yeah she fucking she killed it because like that wouldn't feel good that would not no. feel good <laughs> and even like too whenever he kills is it the is it the uncle guy that he like head first dunks into the toxic yes. waste barrel yes he does <laughs> like he he damn swirlies him in the barrel and then like rather than just like you know, dropping his legs. He kind of like swats his legs away with like a fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, yeah, he puts some aggression into it, which I kind of like seeing, honestly. Like, I think about Michael Myers as being the, he is dead now. I am done. Just drop it and leave it. But Jason kind of like puts a little bit of attitude on it. And I like like that he brings that into the role. That's cool. Yeah. I, I I like that. He, he, he does like, it's interesting because, six is is where jason becomes undead um and then kane hotter started in seven and eight so he's only ever played zombie jason uh and he because he is zombie jason it's like it's like he's almost from six on learned to be more violent and because of the way kane hotter is playing him it's like he's learned like to have even less respect for life and yeah and i like that as sort of a character progression i do too but one thing that does kind of confuse me is how jason who is essentially a what six-year-old boy that was drowned in a lake and uh-huh. hung out there until he became a full-grown man and then was just a killing machine from there on yeah why he wasn't immensely confused by things like skyscrapers boom boxes subways <laughs> the fuck is like, all this <laughs> Yeah, what what is this now? <laughs> well, he does he seem to, to be, be pretty easy with it. He does seem to be confused by the hockey um, billboard he sees because yeah, it has kind of the cute. same mask he's wearing. And that that I don't know. Like, why does he have to get a mask off that guy? By the way, yeah, because he was wearing a mask under the water. And, yeah, I I do have a question about that. He was wearing a mask under the water. He comes up and. He shouldn't have been wearing the mask under the water is the thing because he didn't have a mask when he was drug underwater. Okay. So that was kind of and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I feel like he was wearing a mask when he was underwater. So he would have needed a mask. But then later, also interesting to me, at one point, the mask suddenly has the the cut in it from where Corey Feldman killed him in part four. And yeah, it's like, well, yeah, but right? it's not that mask. You can't you can't do that. <laughs> wait 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 holy shit that doesn't make any sense yeah because no. th- he's wearing the mask of the guy that was playing the prank on his girlfriend right should that be a fresh should be pristine minty. mask exactly yeah yeah but this one is all like aged in yellow like some fucking etsy seller made it right 
And maybe that oh, is it. what it is, right? Maybe it is they like... They predicted Etsy. They're like, well, by 1998, yeah. <laughs> there will be this site where yeah. individual though, goods makers will be selling movie-accurate replica props right. to fans of this franchise. So it makes okay, sense. Okay, just hear me out. My rewrite of this film, what if instead... Jason, he's walking through this new downtown Crystal Lake with all of its big buildings and stuff, and he sees a store selling Jason memorabilia, and that's where he gets his mask. Okay, all because right. he's become like a part of he's a part of the town's like kooky nature. It's a part of a tourist attraction thing going on. Uh, they think it's just a legend because these are these new yuppies who've moved in here and don't really have that connection to the the history of the town. Uh, yeah, I mean, there there are a ton of ways you could have done this rather than just have a guy who happened to be like, you know, it'd be funny tonight. Uh, I'm going to take my girlfriend out on Crystal Lake, tell her about Jason, uh, and then and put on a hockey mask and stab her. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Again, these are fucking blow decisions, dude. They That's really all are. that it comes yeah. down to. Like, if you just imagine making every choice of this flick while you are coked out of your mind, it suddenly makes sense. Yeah. Now, speaking of the makeup, you're talking about Kane Hodder and the makeup and stuff. How do you feel about the makeup that we get for the unmasking of Jason <laughs> in this flick, which Jesus apparently scares those gutter Christ. punks so bad that they just run away? But when we see it, <laughs> it how looks- do you feel about it? It looks like an old, rotten, desiccated pumpkin. It's bad. Seriously, like, all that I could think about is it looks like whenever it's Halloween and you carve your masterpiece jack-o'-lantern that's, like, super detailed and it's really sick, Uh and then you have, like, two days of rain, and then you go back and look at it, and it's just all wilted and shriveled. Yeah. But not even in, like, a cool way. It looks derpy as shit. It does. It really does. It looks so bad, and it's like, it, and Jack O' Lantern is accurate because, like, it looks like they carved out places where it was supposed to be teeth. Yeah, in right. The like he's kind of got like what? like bony sort of protrusions, not like teeth under lips, but like skull facey teeth. But yeah. they look really dopey. It's so weird, like, because you just went from part seven, which is not a great movie, but the makeup is fucking awesome very cool and you just went from that to this and it's like uh, how do you it, it looks like it was unfinished even because it's just like it a really gray does. color yeah it looks like just raw latex it doesn't yeah. look like there was any kind of like dry brushing or airbrushing or anything done to the to the mask or the application itself it just looks really super last minute like whatever it'll work yeah what about what about how he pukes out all that water? <laughs> Kane Hodder actually he got real nervous out, out water for that. And why? It's like, why? Why? Why though? He could like why is he puking out water? If they want to do it, just use a tube. You don't need to like just swallow a bunch of water until you feel like puking. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially because you're under a mask anyway. Yeah. So. They showed in the Crystal Lake Memories thing that apparently in that scene it was supposed to also show like baby boy Jason, Lil J, uh-huh. like creeping out of his mouth or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I saw that. It was like, what it was like in the fuck, a cut dude? scene. Yeah, I do kind of wish that had happened just for some explanation as to how this went from big hulking Jason with like rotten flesh to 
dead young boy with not rotten flesh. Like, toxic waste apparently could do that, but I, I would like to, to have seen what they were intending with that. Because it really was just like this kid Jason crawling out of Jason's mouth. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like the head was the right size either. It was like the kid must have been tiny or the head got really big somehow. Didn't make I a have lot of no sense. Idea. I want to know about it, though. Because <laughs> it almost makes it seem like his soul was trying to be freed from some torment. Like, he didn't love being Jason or some shit, which... Right. Again, it's never explained. It's never really elaborated on. It's really fucking weird. But I don't know, man. I just can't make sense of it. Yeah, I think Jason Goes to Hell does lay down some pipe that would kind of make... It makes sense that okay. uh, Jason's inner child would want to escape. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. But they obviously, you know, this movie, that wasn't a fully fleshed out idea at all. They're just presenting it like they had somewhere to go with it. And then they didn't have anywhere to go with it. So they were like, I don't know. Fuck it. He gets drowned in toxic waste and becomes a kid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, makes zero sense. It makes about as much sense as how he became a full-grown man that emerged from a lake. But. It's true. <laughs> That's a good point. It, it is true that the between one and two, that yeah, like how how did that happen or whatever? Sure, but the fact that you leave it a mystery at least means like, well, I can come up with all sorts of potential explanations. When you do this, it's like what. Like, you're showing yeah. me this like it makes sense. Like, it's something well, that I'm going to go, oh, okay. And two, that transformation is led up to by this incredibly climactic final fight against Jason in which I guess he just slips off of a ladder and <laughs> uh, falls into the river of toxic waste that New York right. City floods its sewers with nightly <laughs> for reasons. They flood the sewers with toxic waste. Okay, dude, here's the thing, though. It was like, okay, what the fuck are you talking about? They flood the sewers with toxic waste. Why would they do that? Because the thing is, though, is like in the late 80s when we were kids, that's almost like the narrative that us here in tiny town southeast were 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 sold about the big city yeah it's full of crime and thugs and hooligans and pollution and blah 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 so like probably if you're in east tennessee watching this in 1989 you're like i bet they do flood it with toxic waste i bet but they like, do what are you fucking talking about they flood the sewer nightly why it really makes no sense and like i i I listen. I'm not going to pretend to be a toxic waste management specialist. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm an amateur. I'm really just poking at it, stabbing at it, seeing what I can find. But I feel like they don't put toxic waste into the sewers. That's just not a thing. Okay. Because right. then it would I'll, go I'll out. Need to do my my <laughs> own uh, my own research about. Okay. That. Yeah. You do your own research because the sewer is eventually going to empty out into the waterway. Now you just got toxic waste in the water? That doesn't make sense. Why no would way. you do that? That doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe that does happen, but I, I feel like generally toxic waste is, is dumped and not in the sewer. Somewhere else. Hmm. Less sewer and, and more Sewery. not sewer. Yeah. 
Okay. We'll do some research about that, man. We'll do some <laughs> research about it. Oh, man. Toxic waste. What a great 80s trope that is yeah, just yeah. in itself. Yeah, it'll turn a turtle into a ninja for sure. Now, let me ask you, because I was homeschooled, of course, as you know. Mm-hmm. Whenever you graduated from Jefferson County High School, mm-hmm. where did your crews go to? <laughs> oh, yeah. The the normal, everyday graduating class cruise, where the entire graduating class gets on a boat and takes a cruise to a big city. They um, take a cruise to Memphis in Tennessee. Yeah, well, we, we got on the lake. We, we went out to fucking Douglas Dam. Uh, and mm-hmm. from there we uh of course took our boat to myrtle beach south carolina man i wish yep. i'd have gone to public school that sounds awesome yep you get to take boats all the way to <laughs> the beach uh yeah that's <laughs> i took a boat to the beach took a boat to the beach i it's a it's a dumb dumb thing for sure like the entire setup doesn't make any sense and i swear and I, I, I should have rewatched again to just confirm this, but I swear the boat's crazy Ralph says that Jason came down river. Meaning came down river from yeah. the lake to the river to Manhattan. Right. Well, okay. So that would mean that the boat is on the ocean when they're about to set set out. It's not on a lake. Because yeah. I, I don't think they ever say they are on the lake. Uh, and, and I'm pretty positive. I heard Crazy Ralph, Boat boat Ralph, uh, say that Jason had come down river uh, to... And he, he says something about finishing finishing the the job or something. Like, like these kids are somehow what connected job? to something. It doesn't make any sense. Like, they're not connected to anything. He, he killed two of their classmates, so he thought, like... Well, I'll, you know, I, I see a flyer here for a gra- graduation boat trip. I guess I'll go kill the rest of this fucking graduating class, obviously. Gotta have something to do, I suppose. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. And it, it really, like, the in, in the documentary, the director does say that, like, nobody cares. Like, it doesn't matter. And it's like... It does, though. This movie didn't make that much money, and it kind of killed the franchise. And, like, it's, it, it obviously does matter that yeah. how this, 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 this all works. Because it made good money the first week and then, like, dropped off precipitously afterward. Because people went and saw it, and they were like, it's shit. And they told their friends it's shit. And their friends didn't go see it. And then another uh, Friday the 13th movie didn't get made for three years. Well, but, there you go. I mean, it, uh, he has uh, he has like, you know, admitted it's a bad movie and whatnot. Um, so it's nice to get confirmation, I guess, from the person who made it that they know they fucked up. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I I just wish it hadn't happened at this point because seven was bad, but they still could have saved it. They still could have saved the yeah. franchise and made it. You know, at least more interesting. Though I, I think Jason Goes to Hell is, is cool. And, you know, then we get Jason X and Freddy versus Jason. So it's not like the franchise went a terrible direction after this. It's just, it could have been, it could have been, this could have been better and could have led to more interesting Jason adventures. Yeah, sure. Um, but in reality, this entire thing, like every element of it is just so fucking half-baked. I mean, like I yep. said, how, we, how he even gets to Manhattan is ridiculous the amount of time spent in manhattan is completely minimal 
yeah. this uh, this main character and her like backstory. Why is she so scared of water? I was wondering the entire movie. I was gripped. <laughs> yeah, but why? That was weird when it explained it. Like I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares, Who cares why she's scared of water? Yeah, that that reveal about her past is just entirely too fucking late in the movie to to care about. Oh my god! Whatsoever. Here's what I need. I need instead of a flashback to her uncle throwing her in the lake. I need the reason she's scared of water flashes back to like a week before she's in. Uh, she's just walking through the forest and she gets bit by a rabid raccoon. <laughs> And that's why she's afraid sure. of water, because she has rabies. Right. That works. Perfect. I'd love that. That'd be so yeah, fun. Yeah, that completely works. And then, like, the, the kills in this are so fucking pared down, dude. It, they are. It's really... You don't get to see it. It's lot. really weird to me whenever you look yeah. at... Even, even like, the first movie, or the, the second movie, where the kills were way more brutal than mm-hmm. this. And this yeah. movie, you know... The, the kills mainly happen off camera. Like there's yeah. so many like, and then Jason appears and you assume that they're dead or you see a shadow of what actually happened. There's yeah. barely any gore in this movie whatsoever. And they're like, well, the MPAA was up our asses, blah, blah, blah. But dude, I, I swear you could get away with this shit in a PG 13 movie. Now you could, you could, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. The MPA is just ridiculous in general. Uh, and I, I think it, it would behoove us all to just ignore them entirely it would be awesome if some big studio just said yeah we're not we're not doing that anymore we're just not doing the ratings yeah if you want to know if you your kid should be able to watch it i don't know maybe check one of those websites that tells you what happens in the movie because yeah if you're concerned watch it first issue (laughs) i just make movies do you want to see them here they are but the thing is, is that they pared the kills down so much, but we're like, you know what you can leave in? The attempted rape and forced drug use. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, you got that fucking uh, uncle with that 18-year-old on cocaine. Like, obviously, that's uh, iffy itself. You talking about that old biology project? Yeah, that she's working I did on? love that. Even that's, though it's their graduation yeah. trip, she's still working on homework? Yeah. <laughs> Because he like addresses he it early in the movie, that. he's like, "You better have that homework ready." Right. <laughs> that is weird. What? Wait a second. What homework? They're graduate. I didn't think They're about graduating. that at all. How <laughs> <laughs> stupid! Oh my god. Uh, unless he was just openly saying in front of people, like, "I'm gonna fuck you later." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you better get them guts in check. Is what I meant to say. <laughs> rearranging them later what also i mean based on based on her homework that she presents she should be studying a lot more for sure yeah yeah i mean she didn't really like identify a ton of stuff in that no no Mm -mm. yeah gotta work on it for sure (laughs) (laughs) that scene was really gross and creepy and they were like yeah "Yeah, leave that in sure yeah i don't know yeah nba has always been weird about what i mean like you know part five got neutered in a lot of ways by the mpaa but that's happened so many times in the franchise's history where i guess they've i don't know made a movie that was too fun (laughs) and the mpaa were like no we're the fun police stop it (laughs) yeah pretty much man and even the new york city stuff was really underused considering this is the entire point of the movie is that 
Jason takes Manhattan. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Bring it on, dude. Show me Jason impaling somebody on one of the tips of the Statue of Liberty's crown. Show me Jason throwing somebody off the Empire State Building. Oh, man. Fuck yeah. Hell yes. Um, Show me him, you know, throwing somebody in front of a yellow taxi cab. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Throw him in a pizza oven. Oh, man. Fucking You're not yes. even giving me 30 seconds, and I'm coming up with cooler, more New York shit than what this movie showed us. Yeah, and, and none of this, because, like, all of that could be shot in a studio. You don't have to, like, actually have to go to New York to None. do any of that. None. You could, yeah, yeah, all you need is those few exterior shots you got. You're fine. Now everything could be inside and just say it's fucking New York. I know. I don't. Yeah, it's people running upstairs. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're in the Statue of Liberty now. <laughs> right. You're there. Whatever. <laughs> That's good exposition, too. <laughs> yeah, it would fit in with this fucking movie. It would. But like, it really would. The New York stuff is so underused. Like, I. I really wish that there would have been more of an emphasis on the not giving a fuck aspect of being a New Yorker, especially in 1989. Like the one yeah. part of this movie that I thought felt very New York is whenever Jason busts into that diner uh-huh. and like people don't scatter and run and scream. This huge fucking guy comes out of the kitchen and is like, whose ass am I about to beat? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's New real. York as shit. That is very that's good. New York. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. That More whole cafe that. was the most New York that we got out of the entire movie. But yeah, I, I thought when that guy came out, he was probably like two inches taller than Kane Hodder. Like, fuck, Dude he's is got massive. a chance. <laughs> he did not. He did not have a chance. <laughs> no. But apparently he did play Jason in something else later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... Okay, so Kane Hodder wasn't originally asked back by uh, by the studio uh, because they assumed he was too big to do it, like, he, that he wouldn't want to do it. Like, he, he, you know, he could just be taking other roles. When he said he wanted to do it, uh, yeah, they, they, the guy who ended up playing Jason in Freddy vs. Jason uh, just became, like, his stand-in and stunt guy and he's he's that guy so yeah oh okay yeah so Freddy, he's the freddy versus jason jason hmm. big dude oh huge fucking guy man yeah. but dude just the fact that jason is passing by just so many murderable yeah not a people. single murder like it's not like he knows like oh if i murder this person it'll they'll you know surround me with cops and whatnot i want that by the way i want jason surrounded by the nypd and i yes. fucking and i want a slaughter right i want yeah. him to fucking go crazy like he's done cool. in the past with cops yeah that'd be cool but yeah, we didn't. But get we that. don't get that. Nope. <laughs> like he he doesn't kill anybody that isn't this particular class of kids that were on their graduation boat trip. Yeah, that it, makes no sense. Okay, does. he does kill the guys that attempt to rape her. Yeah, he saves her basically. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, like we know uh, Jason's got an anti-sex agenda, so like. He, it's an interesting moment where it's almost like it is almost like Jason is saving her like he's doing because he he could kill her too he normally would kill uh, both people in a sexual situation but this is like very clearly it's almost like Jason is like no she wasn't trying to have sex he was so I'll kill him 
Yeah. And, like it's like he's he's an Avenger in some ways there. It's like, oh, rapist must die, you know, like Maybe uh, Jason's brain is like only one person can have their dick wet and it's me. <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> Maybe that's his entire thing at that's the end of the day. That's his driving force is dick yeah. wetness. Wet, 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 wet. Dick, 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 dick. dick, dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I guess so. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, dude, man. I'll tell you, man. Like, watching this movie is, is interesting to me because I did have maybe a moment of personal growth because, you know oh, what? Really? I, I love the garbage. I love right. garbage. Yeah. Who doesn't? I love dumb 80s shit that doesn't really make any sense yeah. and is just stupid and fun and requires no thought. I'm all here for that shit. Bring it on. Yeah. But I had a moment while I was watching this where I was like, maybe it's time that we don't revere these movies as like, Ooh. man, they don't make horror movies like they used to anymore. Back when Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Dude, they're not scary at all. Like, this movie isn't even fucking remotely scary. Is it fun to watch Jason movies and Freddy movies? Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. Are they scary, which is the intention of horror movies? Not even fucking remotely. I had a moment while I was watching this where I was like, maybe we shouldn't revere these as much as we do. Hmm. Well, I think, like, they depend. I mean,. When you say scary, it's like, I mean, yeah, you're you're a full grown adult living, you know, forty years after these movies came out. So yeah, I'm just not- a boy. I'm in oh, my twenty threes right now. <laughs> oh no, I'm in my late twenty threes. Your late twenty threes. Um, I know as a kid that Nightmare on Elm Street scared the shit out of me, and that makes sense. Um, yeah, some of the stuff in in Friday the Thirteenth certainly did, but the the series definitely did take a turn at six, which is a, a horror comedy. Like it does yeah. kind of neuter Jason after that point where nothing is really that scary, but I don't know. I mean, yes. Yeah, also introducing psychics and stuff. It's just like, yeah, it gets into a weird fantasy world that just, yeah, it's hard to hard to like be too afraid of this happening. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the only point of, of horror is, is to scare. It's, it's certainly, it's certainly, uh, also there for people who are just interested in seeing good gore and makeup and the, it definitely has that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right when you say like, yeah, it, it is weird to me that people revere these movies necessarily, as though they are like great cinema or like the scariest movies or anything. It's not that it's that it's, it's a fun series, just like Nightmare on Elm street. They're fun. They have like, they're dark, you know, but they're, they're fun. And, um, it's, it's very teenagery and, and aimed at teenagers, I think. And that's kind of, you know, I, you're right when you say personal growth. You you are recognizing you're beyond your teens uh, and recognizing that like yeah these they're they're kind of fun trash. That's cool. I don't have a problem with that though. I still think like I still think they're worthy of reverence for what they've done. Like you know the the history they have with people. 
but I can't disagree that they're they're not exactly scary. Like yeah. they don't even really seem to be trying to make them scary at that point. Like this movie I mean what 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 moment could you maybe say is scary? I would say the when he like reaches through the porthole and he's like pulling her toward the glass and stuff. That's a good like quick out of nowhere moment. But I like that part, and it's not even yeah. really, I think, meant to be that scary. But yeah, like, but it works really well. Yeah. When it got to that part, I was like, "Wait, shit! Does this go like full Fulci on yeah, us here? Because this right? feels Fulci." <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you're right, though. Yeah, it, it does have just a sort of air of. I don't know. It's kind of like you you recognize going into a Friday Thirteenth movie or a Nightmare on Elm Street movie that you're you're there for fun and you're there for the creative kills and that's kind of it the point of them i think halloween definitely tries to be more brutal in, in ways though it does fall into and in, in the later sequels does fall into silly uh jokiness and and just kind of gets on the same level as, as these types of movies so maybe not reverence for uh them as as horror creation uh, vehicles, but definitely there's there's a reverence for them because they, you know, they're they're kind of the best of the horror makeup world, right? Like that's what you love about, and so that's kind of the disappointing here with this too because there's not a lot of gore. The makeup sucks. The makeup yeah. sucks. Like you're not even giving me the stuff that the franchise is known for. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. even if the even if the entire storyline makes no sense or whatever. You should at least be able to watch it and be like, yeah, but that guy got his spine ripped out pretty yeah, cool, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking awesome sort of thing like that. And, you know, the a couple good kills, though. Um, I, what, there, as I said, there are 20 kills in this. And when you got, like, two or three good ones, eh, it's not that's, good not, odds, that's dude. not a good average. Yeah, the, the boxing head punch is fun. fun. The, the head looks like lame as shit. Like, it's clearly <laughs> just like a dummy head right. cut off cleanly at the bottom. It could have li- looked more like ripped and frayed and yeah. grisly and shit. But it's still fun just to see this guy get his fucking block punched off. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, you make a good point. Uh, I, I definitely will always love these movies because I grew up with them and it's nostalgia. But Me I too. I, I still yeah. have fun. Like, that, yeah. that's the thing about this, too, is like... Watching this movie, as many complaints and just weird oddities and stuff as it has, I didn't get mad at it. Like, the same yeah. way that I got mad when I watched, um, like, The Love Witch or when I watched Halloween Ends, where I was like, oh, God yeah. uh-huh. damn it. What the fuck were they thinking when they made this? I never had that experience with this movie. I was like, yeah. this is just fucking stupid. This yeah. is a dumb movie. It's the kind of movie where it's like, at least you can watch it and feel smart. <laughs> you know, you can watch it and be like, "Boy, I wouldn't have even made that decision." <laughs> I'm creative. I have better ideas than this right now. Like maybe yeah. that's what you do. You know? Yeah, that's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. I I think though that like I I totally get it. If if like a newer horror fan was like, "Yeah, I don't really like those movies," I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." One of the most confusing things about this that I I have to point out here is JJ and Uh her entire goal on this boat to film her her music video. Right, yeah. That it is a weird... I I don't know what she's 
going for. She's they're getting shots on the exterior deck, then she's getting shots down in the the boiler room. Like, what is this gonna be? I guess. But then it gets more confusing when you're like, okay, she's filming this music video. Also, they blatantly show us that her guitar is plugged into an amplifier while she's doing it. Yeah, why As would if you they do are that? rolling audio? That's a bad idea for a music video. And don't, then, you don't want to do that. Yeah, and, and then the thing is, is whenever she points out, she's like, oh, we need to go down into the interior of the boat. She's like, I bet the acoustics are killer. <laughs> in, in a boat. You know, famously, tons and tons of bands got to get out onto a boat into in the In the hull of a boat, yeah, <laughs> to get that killer tone. Because right. when you record, when you make your music video, you're recording the song then too. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's how it works. That you want. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you want to record directly to the uh, home tape video recorder. cam <laughs> tape yeah. recorder microphone. <laughs> we know how good those tones are. That's how Van yeah. Halen got his tone on the first couple albums for sure. Yep. Also, have you ever been in the interior of a boat, like down there in the engine room and shit? It's like, loud as fuck. Yeah. That's the tone you're getting at that point. What the fuck was she doing? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, like they just needed to get her down there to kill her. I mean, it happens so fast, too. Like, yeah, it is inexplicable, her whole story. Yeah, yeah. Very, very confusing. I also don't know how any of these kids that have lived in Jersey this close to New York City are so excited to go to New York for the first time. Right. <laughs> yeah, that does seem weird. They're so close to New York City, they get New York City radio stations, but they've never been to New York no. City. That seems unlikely. At the very least, so. one or two of them would be like, yeah, I've been in New York City. No big deal. What was that dog doing the whole movie, Steve? It fucked off and then came back. Uh, I guess, like, I like to believe the dog did the thing that the human should have done, which was, you know, just run anywhere as it's a gigantic city and there's no way he'd find you. <laughs> I like no to think that that dog was off having his own adventure. I think he was off having just a damn old Disney movie adventure the whole time. Yeah, he, yeah, he's Oliver in the city kind of thing. Yes. Oh, man, that's adorable. I want to see a cute little side movie about that dog just having a little lady in the tramp rom-com situation exactly. going on. Exactly, singing songs, yeah. all kinds of fun stuff, man, because he saw what the people were doing, and he's like, I am not interested <laughs> I in I got to get out of this shit. This is fucked yeah. up. I'm going to go fuck a bitch and sing a song. I'll catch up <laughs> to you guys later. <laughs> Why should I worry? <laughs> <laughs> right yes Absolutely. he had a good time on his own and then he caught up with him at the end of the movie somehow because new york is very small yeah i mean i would believe a dog could find its its owner maybe in the city if they were outside or whatever i can i can get uh i can like suspend some disbelief for that but it's like I mean, it's it's a weird thing to write into a script. And she has a dog, and the dog sees a ghost. And then, you know, it just goes away for a long time. And then it comes back. What story sure. is that? <laughs> what is that for? <laughs> yeah, what does that addition do exactly? I mean, other than I having mean, a cute dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is never a bad idea. No. It's not a good movie, Steve. It's not. It's not. It's... um. 
It is my least favorite Friday the 13th movie. Uh, of all of them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. By a good bit, I'd say. Like, I, I don't even think... Like, I'm not a big fan of uh, 3 or 5, though I, I think 5 is, is fine and 3 is, is okay. Uh, I think this movie is just kind of unacceptable. <laughs> it's I like, think you're right, honestly. I don't like, I was, was kind of thinking through ugh. this. Yeah. Like, as you were saying, it's your least favorite. I'm like, well, okay, no, I don't like it more than one or two. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, this is probably my least favorite one so far. I've not seen all of them, so I can't say yeah. least favorite of all, but yeah. um, least favorite of the ones that I've seen. Yeah, I think so. I think you're yeah. right, man. It feels so long. Like, it is an hour 40, and. It feels every fucking bit of it, man. It does. It does. And I I don't think... It certainly doesn't justify being the longest Friday the 13th movie. Like, No. There's no reason for it to be that long. There's a ton of stuff you could have cut. Yep. Totally yep. agree, man. Yeah. So, again, I, I'm not mad at it. I don't hate this movie. It didn't make me mad to watch or anything. No. But it makes me mad just to know how much potential was lost there to yeah. either make a legit cool Jason in New York City movie somehow or a cool, like you said, you know, gentrified Crystal Lake yeah. uh, condominiums movie. That would have been fine by me, too. Absolutely be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of a waste. Just seemed like a total, yeah, bunch of cocaine decisions being made and a huge budget paying for it, but not really paying off. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I mean... I don't know what the lowest ranking I've given to a Friday the 13th movie is, but this one's going to get it. Um, I I think for me, this is probably like a two and a half to a three uh, Word. as far as on a scale of 10 because I'm just not entertained. I, I don't hate what I'm watching. I'm just rarely entertained by what I'm watching. The kills are yeah. good. Kane Hodder's good. I mean, some of the kills are good. Kane yeah, Hodder's I was say, the good. The kills are not good. Yeah, makeup's terrible. Uh, the premise is not delivered on. You know, it sounds pretty bad when you put it that way. Yeah, it's not very good. So, yeah, I'd say two and a half to three for me. What are you? What are you? What are you going to slap on this one? I'm going to go slightly higher, but not by much. I think it's like a four for me. Where okay. again, like if I'm watching through these movies, it's not like I'm going to skip it. It's no, not like this I'm not. movie pisses me off or anything but gosh it could have been so much more so yeah i think four four for me overall yeah that's fair well <laughs> we did it our, we did our it 300th episode on a friday the 13th week we've done it we've said that movie wasn't very good it wasn't very good but i mean talked about that, some wet dicks on the way exactly that gets us the you know that much closer to jason x though so that's going right. to be fun. I do love and Freddy Jason versus X. Jason, which I've not watched either. Okay. I mean, that's uh, solid. Uh, it's definitely the Kelly Rowland parts uh, didn't age well, for sure. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. But we'll find out about that one on a later date. In the meantime, be sure to uh, check us out on all of our social media accounts, including our wonderful Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. Just find our Linktree page. You'll figure out everywhere to find us on them interwebs, including our Patreon page. Patreon.com. We're over there. Patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Yeah, you give us dollar papers. You get access to uh, 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 Patreon exclusive episodes. Uh, just put up the uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Hell Rankers, where Anna Martin and I ranked the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise 
well worth a listen. Uh, almost an hour long. Fun stuff. Uh, and But if you become a patron on a $5 level, you get to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl. And then we draw from that Smoking Bowl. And then we review the movie that we drew from the Smoking Bowl. It's a simple process. We do it once a month. It is awesome. That's right. Do the math. Sign up today. Get access to all them goodies and show you boys that you care. You can also do that by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I need some 2023 reviews on that Apple Podcast bitch. So get on there (laughs) and review this thing up. I want to see 2023 on your review ski. It really does help us out a lot. It does. You guys can also tune in for the next episode of the show. We're going to have a little bit of funny fun time, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, Next week is Emily's birthday and she has requested that we cover So I Married an Axe Murderer. What? Which I mean is, Michael Myers, that's a that that means horror. <laughs> it does have a Michael Myers in it technically. And there are, you know, thriller horror elements, but it is also a silly uh comedy where Michael Myers also plays his own Scottish father and does the Shrek voice. So that's fun. I don't think I have ever watched this movie. Oh, well, good. I, this, awesome. I mean, I'd like to hear your take on it as I, I have nostalgia for it and have recently rewatched it. And I was like, oh, I think that's still good. But I do wonder if it's my nostalgia. I do wonder if maybe, you know, you might not isn't uh, be into it as much as I am. It's a more subdued Mike Myers than you, you hmm. normally see. It's not. We're not talking Austin Powers. We're not talking Shrek so much. But he does. He does play his own father and and does do some good Mike Myers stuff. So I'm interested to see what you think about it. All right. Well, we'll find out on the next installment of the show. So mm-hmm. you got to be sure to tune in then, where I will be Uncle Ben and I'll still be Hollywood Steve, and we'll be dead and lovely. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye. Bye now. So, Ben, I was thinking the other day, mm-hmm. uh, blowjob, interesting term, you yeah. know, a blowjob, yeah. like somebody's out here just doing it for the money. I'm looking for a blow career. All right. <laughs> I wonder what kind of reaction you'd get if one day maybe a person was getting a blow job. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're not satisfied with the service that they're getting. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? Is this a blow hobby to you? <laughs> <laughs> I got nowhere else to go with that. I just thought blow career, and that that just blew my mind. I was like, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) That's amazing. You need somebody with aspirations, you know? For sure, yeah. You don't want somebody who's just kicking around trying to figure out what they're doing with their life. Like, Yeah, this isn't just a passing interest, you know? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 